Hello, welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best professional wrestlers of all time, with Quincy Johnson, Andy Peters, and Rivers Langley. Andy Peters, where are you? Andy is not here yet. He's still in traffic, guys. I apologize. And hey, we're seven minutes in. Los Angeles, what can you do? Uh, yeah. We can we can just start. We should start start, start listing it out, and then he, we can just come in. He can come in like the. Uh, I, I was trying to think what was his name when Earthquake er, premiered in WCW and fell. We should take. Oh, you're talking about the Shockmaster. The Shock. He can come he in can like come the Shockmaster. Wall. He can come like through the, the sho- wall like the Shockmaster, yeah, trip yeah. and fall and get booed, <laughs> and then we'll just start. We should his take portion. one of his picks for each pick that you two get through. So if you two get through one and it's his turn, <laughs> then you start over and he just gets four picks. <laughs> <laughs> My show, my rules. Ooh, ooh, he's running a tight ship today. Yeah, yeah, I am. Okay, okay. I got a show tonight. Oh, excuse <laughs> me, sir. You damned right. Uh, okay, well, I'll I'll start off with my first choice. It's the obvious choice. The it, oh, and just quick, choice. if anyone's never listened to or oh, watched, got to give these idiots this the rules. Podcast. Can we explain what the podcast is? Yeah, yeah. it's called Listcast. We're trying to decide I a definitive one. top five list. For any given topic, today it's best professional wrestlers of Greatest all time. Of all time. And each of the guests, I didn't even introduce. I was going to say, yeah, I was, Rivers Langley. I, I was waiting to introduce uh, myself. I'm Rivers Langley. How are you? You might remember him from the uh, Your State is Insane podcast. He was the episode guest. Episode one. Episode one, Alabama. Alabama. Alphabetically yeah. the best state. Rest in. <laughs> <laughs> Claim the fame, guys. Rest in peace, Your State is Insane podcast. Oh, not not doing that one. Yeah, it's a long story. We didn't make it all the way through. Was it it a national crisis when the team lost yesterday on Monday? I'm an Auburn fan. I was jumping up and down. Fuck Alabama. Fuck Nick Saban. Fuck your fucking elephants. Fuck the tide. Can I cuss on here? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, I fucking hate Alabama. I was I'm I'm the pettiest motherfucker on the planet. I was loving it. Auburn got the shit kicked out of us by Wisconsin in the Sugar Bowl. And you know what? I'd do it all again just because Alabama just I because Alabama I lost. I had no idea he was going to come in that hot on Alabama, guys. Oh, okay. yeah. I had no idea. That, no. Was, that was hardcore. I did a show in Alabama a couple months back, and as soon as I got to the airport, I just instinctively bought an Alabama hat. And I wore it for like two hours and was like, I can't do this. I'm going to get feel you. like I'm pandering. I'm going home. Which I mom. absolutely was, but yeah. it also had an A on it, so I was just like, I thought it meant Adam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going home in March. I'm going to get you an Auburn hat. I'm going to get you a proper fucking hat, my friend. Um, I'm all for it. Yes. I'm all for that, it. That Alabama shit's garbage. <laughs> That's right. Quincy Johnson's here. Hi, guys. Good to see you. QJ, uh, too. This is I, his second I, list cast. I have a water. He has uh, a gigantic water bottle, just like everyone else. Second list cast. Co-host mm-hmm. of the What in the World podcast. What in the World, guys? Tune in. We're going to be cooking soon. Yeah, we're going to get those recipes out what? to you. Probably. Yeah. One day. Ooh, really one soon. day. I have a great recipe for some passion fruit pie. Hey, hey, we don't do recipes here. This is Listcast. Yeah, okay? yeah, this is Listcast. They don't want recipes. You tune into What in the World. Some things aren't meant to be spliced. <laughs> I just watched Gremlins, too. I wrote an article oh, okay. about it. So. <laughs> yeah, Quincy Johnson. What in the World is now available on iTunes for what free. in the world? On iTunes. Every other week. Mm-hmm. But we do it weekly. If you want all of those episodes, subscribe. Hey, guys. Connect, pal. You already yeah. know that if you're watching the live stream, but there's a podcast version of this, too. Get off our backs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sorry. Quincy, how you been? I'm good, man. Just working. Uh, booked a commercial that's shooting tomorrow. So hey. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's a, yeah, you posted on Facebook. You got the job. Mm-hmm. 
Got the job because I sent in selfies. Because that's what the casting director wanted, and I'm a I'm a professional. Damn it! Wow. Yeah. I actually sent selfies that I already had stored in my phone because I'm a narcissist as well. But still, <laughs> it's not the point. Yeah. yeah, I had the selfies ready to go, guys. You got the thing. Take more selfies. And of course, this big bottle of water is Andy Peters, <laughs> star of stage and screen. <laughs> Andy, old Arrowhead Tardy Andy. Peters. Yeah, Arrowhead Andy, they call him. <laughs> Arrowhead Andy with the flip top. What? Oh, the, the <laughs> bottle. Now I get it. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll start off because <laughs> uh, it's easy. Like we're gonna do this, we're gonna go through the motions, but we already know the greatest wrestler of all time, the Nature Boy. Oh, okay. Rick Flair, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that is not on. where I thought you were going, and oh, now I'm on board. Okay, okay. I'm just in in terms of the pantheon of wrestlers, the man does it all. I don't know what your definition of great in-ring talent is or great on-mic talent or just great overall talent. Rick encompasses all of that. There's not a... I can't find a negative in the analysis of professional wrestler. It's not about personal life. It's not about (laughs) did he become (laughs) as rich as some of these other hacks that will not even (laughs) come near my list. But hands down, you watch his matches when he first started back in Fucking day, what was it, AWA? 70s. In yeah. the 70s. And you, and you take it all the way up until five years before the retirement because they pushed him way beyond his limit. Although his last match is dope. It's so good. The Shawn Michaels. Oh, the yeah. The, last time, okay, the retirement match, that's a good Perfect. one. Perfect. But there are, some, there are some in the middle where it's just like, dude, you need to rehab. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You need to actually get that cortisone shot, something, because he was just out there hobbled. Right. But up until that point, just. Crisp in the ring, crisp. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I mean, well, he did have the uh, towards the end of WCW, he would had a brief T-shirt period where he <laughs> it was wrestling Sting, and they were both a lot, of, a lot of drinking. They were both wearing drinking. T-shirts. Yeah, he was doing like, a lot oh, of drinking back then. This is how you know the the company's going down. Camden uh, Brown Bear Ellis says Ric Flair survived two plane crashes. Plane crashes. Checkmate. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty destined. good point. The he first, was I didn't know that destined. For yeah. greatness. Yeah. Would you care to speak to the rumors that he had sex with Halle Berry? Oh, yeah. Have you heard? Uh, rumors started by him. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Look, so it's not like everyone in Hollywood's known as forever. As we all know, when it comes to Space Mountain, yeah. everybody <laughs> wants to ride, Yeah, man. it's the oldest ride in the park, but it's got the longest line, oldest baby. Oldest ride, longest line. You, you telling me Halle Berry, star of stage and screen, <laughs> did not ride Space Mountain? How dare you, sir? She <laughs> deserves to ride Space the, Mountain. The timeline <laughs> is correct. Mm-hmm. For when he described it happened, he said it happened in I think 1993 or 1994. Which, if you'll recall, she was dating David, Jeff- David, David Justice, Justice mm-hmm. of the Atlanta Braves, and Ric Flair was part of WCW based out of Atlanta. Uh-oh. So they shared a city hey, at the know. time in which this was happening. You're telling me Holly Berry didn't party with the man? They shared a city, and not Whoa. only that, <laughs> not only that, who owned WCW and the Atlanta Braves? Ted. Turner. Ted Turner. They could easily Woo! have been in the same. Oh, room. they were at a company mixer. Yeah. Man. So when when Press the rib- box at the Atlanta Falcons game, one thing yeah. leads to another. Come on. Yeah. Man. This when- podcast might as well just be over. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Well, the thing is, like when the when that rumor got started, the first question was like, well, at what point would Ric Flair have met Halle Berry? But I'm like a nerd, 
about you know the Atlanta Braves sort of uh, you know uh, especially that time period because mm-hmm. that was right before I quit watching baseball because I went out with the with the ninety four strike like a lot of people did but I was super down with David Justice was my favorite player him and okay. then Fred McGriff came in that like that same year I think ninety four ninety five so it's immediately as soon as people were like well at what point were Ric Flair and Halle Berry be in the same room I'm like at a weird Ted Turner cocaine party I'm assuming <laughs> there you go <laughs> so that's a good pick Rivers. What's your first pick? First pick, easy. Easy pick. Greatest of all time. Oh, wait. This is oh. a good stopping point, I guess. Andy is here. Oh, I can I can, uh, I can, put some uh, some suspense in the air then. Oh, wait. Angie can go get him, oh, so okay. we can keep going. Oh, okay. Just yeah. tell him to meet her in front of the building. On, on Fig. Yeah. Here. Yeah, problem. <laughs> We're just <laughs> announcing where Adam lives. Hello. Uh, Hi. Yeah. Well, no, we, and we, anyone we, else who wants to we stop revealed, by. We've revealed the, uh, the location as... <laughs> Uh, on Figueroa. Also, that's, that's the only clue we've given the listeners as to where the uh, she location. has that's never met Andy Peters. So <laughs> I hope there's not just a murderer down there like, yes, I'm Andy Peters. <laughs> and then we all die on Facebook Live. Uh, no, hey. that's oh, <laughs> it's been happening so much. Yeah, that's true. So my my pick, I'm gonna go uh, same time period. By the way, a, a, an often competitor of Ric Flair. But I would argue, as far as just like on mic shit talking work, exceeds Ric Flair, and it's the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. Ooh, son oh, of a plumber! Oh, wow. yes. So, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair has become more of a more of a cultural kind of figure mm-hmm. than Dusty Rhodes did, especially now. You know, with what with him showing up and getting thrown out of locker rooms at the National Football League and stuff. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, so I think Ric Flair's, you know, always going to be more ubiquitous. But if you, you know, in the late 70s and the early 80s, when they were having their feuds, particularly down in Georgia, Florida, North Carolina, like all, all over the South, Dusty was the face and Flair was the, you know, the, was the hated heel. And their promos that they that they cut on each other were always really good. But I always felt that like Flair, he almost had sort of a stock promo he would do he would tell you why he's richer than you he would tell you why he's richer than you mm-hmm. why he's better than you and he had his like typical rundown whereas dusty you know he would take like bob dylan lyrics and work them into his promos and stuff <laughs> like that there's there's literally a dusty promo where he goes uh you know i'll foot up my innocence and i got repaid with scorn like that's from shelter <laughs> from the store and you're just like was dusty just getting high listening to dylan and was like i got an idea and probably that's that's true oh, yeah. uh, and uh, the best thing about Dusty is he was never in. He was never like the muscular, no, Tony no. Atlas kind of. He was just a. Dude. <laughs> he was just a fucking big. Just, he was just a, a dude. big dude who just looked like he, you know, could withstand a tremendous beating, which is usually how Dusty's matches went. If you've ever watched a Dusty match, oh yeah, they're usually an hour of him just getting the living shit kicked out of him, and, and then, then he, he comes wins back, comes back end. with a couple of choice elbows. Yep, yep, gives that bionic elbow, and it's over, and that's his. That's his comeback. So, you know, I think I, I like Flair a lot. And I actually was worried because you were like, oh, this is so obvious. I was like, oh, is he going to say Hogan? Is he going to say Hogan? And no. Hit me with the Flair. I'll, I'll, I'll absolutely accept that as an answer. But if there was a counter to that, you know, Hogan's okay. got to have his entree. Okay. Dusty's, Dusty is that to Flair. Is this going to be one of those things where no one picks Hulk Hogan? Because you got to kind of pick Hulk Hogan. I, I mean, you have to kind of pick Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is that your pick? Is that one, is that one of your iconic? No, I, don't, I don't get to pick. But if yeah. there's no one I want to save after 
Mm-hmm. I'll just add someone. You just add Hogan. <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah. I said, my rules, my show. That's true. <laughs> I mean, works. like, I don't know. Hogan. Hogan's an interesting kind of character. It, it's, you know, obviously he's got all the, the shit happening right now uh, with the Gawker thing. And I, I it's, it's crazy that we got to a point as a culture where, like, <laughs> there was a headline that someone made a racist sex tape. <laughs> Not just a racist <laughs> tape, not just a sex tape, but a in the raci- same, yeah. a racist sex tape. I was yeah. like, what the fuck happened? Uh, so that that is insane, obviously, with Hogan, and it makes him uh, a problematic figure. That said, I I think they're going to let him back in this year, probably. Oh, God, no. Yeah. How old is he? Isn't he like Well, he's not going to wrestle again, but they, you know, they're just going to have him go Promos, out there and talk some, talk some trash. Talk some got, shit, he, sell the he, network. He always yeah. had solid mic work. People yeah. still, I mean, give it credit. I'll give credit where credit is due. The greatest heel turn oh, in the of history of wrestling. You, you, even if you were to do something twenty years from now, it will never be as monumental right. as when Hogan went Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah, he has that to his credit, but he hasn't had knees since like his <laughs> third match ever. Yeah. Although that Shawn Michaels SummerSlam match is just a real thing of beauty from 2005, mm-hmm. uh, where basically Shawn Michaels, uh, the plan was they were going to have two matches. So Hogan was going to come in, they were going to have a match at SummerSlam, and then they were going to have a match, I think, at Survivor Series, right? And the idea was Michaels was going to lose the first match, mm-hmm. and then Hogan was going to, uh, or and then Michaels was going to win the second match. So that way, because Shawn Michaels was going to be there every week and on TV. You know, he, you know, the idea was like, okay, if he, he'll lose to Hogan and then he'll come back and win it. And then that way, when he goes on TV for the rest of the year, he doesn't, he looks legit. Mm -hmm. Right before the match starts, Hogan tells him, he's like, I'm not doing the second match. He just decides, he's like, I'm not going to do the second match. Hmm. So they're just going to go out and Michaels has to lose to Hogan. And so Shawn Michaels, for an hour long match, basically just oversells everything and at one point it's one of my favorite things ever hogan gives him just like you know just a just a straight right and michaels goes backwards like he falls backwards over the back of the oh andy peters how are you hello there he is guys he magically transformed into a man from a bottle of water right in front of your eyes (laughs) hello sorry i'm late there were Uh, no strings where are we obviously we're here here. talking about duke the dumpster (laughs) derosi I don't. I'm assuming my number one. <laughs> no, I was talking about uh, Shawn Michaels and Hogan's uh, match in 2005, where Michaels just oversold oh, yes. absolutely everything. I love that match. It's the Andy, funniest match. Put your microphone down a little and point it up so people can see rivers. The cameras. Uh, yeah. Rivers. Oh, there's cameras in there. We're live. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right there. Right there. Yeah, 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 Hello, yeah. Andy Peters, guys, and the water. So it's a match. The way this podcast works, you each pick five, uh-huh. and then you each go around and kick two. Off of the list, it could be one of yours, could be one of someone else's, mm-hmm. uh, and then ugly. that'll that'll take it down to nine picks, and then I save one that got kicked off, and then the audience decides who wins. Okay, and, I like this. And so. we've we've gone through their first two picks. I kind of stop me if this seems controversial, but mm-hmm. I feel like because we just talked so much about Hulk Hogan, we should kick him off the list. <laughs> I feel like we should was put him. So, was he on someone's no, list? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I, I, I just I, I brought I got, him I up. I picked Ric Flair. 
he picked Dusty Rhodes. Okay. Yeah. And then he brought up Hogan because yeah. he thought my number one pick was going to be Hogan. Yeah. He was kind of like, oh my God, please don't say it. But <laughs> yeah. Can we get that out of the way now? No one's picking Hogan, right? Uh, I mean, the host someone, wants oh, to pick. No, Hogan. I don't. No, that's that's the thing. We either need to decide that he's on or off the list now he's off because the list. we're not going to talk about him for another yeah. Yeah, yeah, five yeah. minutes. Get him out of here. Okay, Sorry. cool. Hulk Hogan banned. We can just dismiss. But I do love that match where Shawn Michaels is like bouncing off the ropes. And yeah. Anytime he hits the corner, he springboards out of the ring. It's so That's, funny. I, I like annually will watch that match when I'm feeling down just because there's the most nephew to wrestling that's ever been uh, it's, uh, it's so performed. Good. It's Hilarious. so good. Okay. But was okay. Hulk Hogan like oblivious to what Shawn Michaels is doing? Because it oh, seems he like knows. he was. Oh, but he, he totally But knows. he did his job well as a wrestler being like, okay, I get Shawn Michaels is just taking a dive yeah. and not taking this match seriously. But I'm still going to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still, oh, he's going to ham it up. Oh, yeah. Ham and Hulk eggs Hogan. all day. Yeah, yeah. Ham and eggs all day. So for pick from your list. Okay. I'm going to throw uh, – and I did get – I got a message that tag teams are okay, right? Yeah. We can dip into tag teams? We can dip in. So we go backwards. I'm going to pick my number five. Is that how we're doing it? Of or course. just No, no particular order. Doesn't okay, matter. no particular mm-hmm. order. I'm going to throw them out there, uh, the British Bulldogs. We're one of my favorite things oh, yeah. of all time. Yeah. Okay. Is that controversial? Yeah. No, no. Well, giving me a look like no, that's just because uh, unheard of of all time. Because Davy Boy, we love Davy. Yeah. yeah. But as the as like he kind of grew past the team. Yeah, he did. But as far as like I still see, if you look at tag teams today, you still see remnants of what they started, which was I think the first good like huge guy, small guy like heavyweight cruiserweight combo mm-hmm. that had that sort of like I'm gonna bounce around uh like Dynamite Kid was the bounce around jumpy yep. and Davy Boy was the stand in the middle you come to me power slam. Mm-hmm. And those two things together, individually I never really liked Davy Boy Smith okay. as uh like an individual wrestler. It, because it's just kind of that, you know, one move style of I mean I, I, he was compelling and he couldn't really talk, couldn't really do anything, but mm-hmm. Something about just the wrestling. He did have cornrows, though. He did have great cornrows. <laughs> Towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> the first, uh, yeah, the first, yeah, maybe the first pair of white man cornrows I've ever seen yeah, yeah. as a youth. Iconic, guys. <laughs> Davy Boy Smith was iconic. He broke just that door open. <laughs> first giant British man with cornrows. There you go. But uh, I will go back and watch those, like, old, even, like, pre-WWE. Like, their feud with... Like all, they had feuds with all of them. Their like demolition feud, their Legion of Doom feud mm-hmm. was amazing. Legion of Doom was good. The long standing feud they had with the Heart Foundation, where some of like watch like SummerSlam '94 when that feud debuted. That's like the best tag team match. So much stuff. It was like a sixty minute tag team match that went like all over the place, and it mm-hmm. it ended with like two heart attacks in a row. <laughs> where you know the move where. Um, was that the other move called the Heart Foundation? Yeah, it took two heart attacks to take down David Boy Smith, but in real life, I think it took uh, the one. Took one. <laughs> the one. It's just the big one. <laughs> it, took, it took a sprinkle and a coke on top of a an already damaged wrestling heart. That <laughs> 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 be that should be a new move. The already the, uh, damaged wrestling heart. The audience is very much on board with. The British Bulldogs pick so far. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about yeah. the Bulldogs. I'm saying yeah. 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 the team. Yeah. Dogs. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the team. Are they into that? They're yeah. into that. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm getting fired up. <laughs> <laughs> can, I don't want to separate. Uh, it's. I'm really going to stick to the guns here. You can't separate. Uh, okay. I, I mean, Davy Boy Smith. Maybe I had a. I had a roommate in college named Dave Smith, and I called him Bulldog, and he never knew why. <laughs> I don't think he watched wrestling, and I 
was like, what's up, Bulldog? And I never explained myself. <laughs> I just made him come to me. Uh, but yeah, individually he's cool, but I just remember those match-wise, like the, ma- the the depth of match, mm-hmm. it had to be the Bulldogs together because okay. I can only remember <laughs> one like Davy Boy Smith match. It was the Bret Hart match for the Intercontinental Championship that really stands out as like the awesome match. Yeah, that was a good. That was a period there where it just seemed like all of WWF, with the exception of Shawn Michaels, was just various hearts and uh, yeah. heart related people well, fighting. <laughs> every everyone great trained at the dungeon at some point. That's in time true. During that era. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. But you had uh, Owen Hart, Jim the Anvil, Neidhart, Davy Boy Smith. Brett. I never understood. Okay, so the Hart family, and completely unrelated to the Hart family, married into the Hart family was a guy named Neidhart. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Mm-hmm. Jim yeah. the Anvil Neidhart. But how do you do? Like, was his real last name Neidhart? Is yeah. Just, and he just married just, Bret Hart's sister. It's just circumstantial. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A Neidhart came into the heart. It just worked out nice. Nobody said anything. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quincy, go. What's your next pick? Uh, my next pick is someone near and dear to my heart. One of the greatest on-camera personalities of all time, through every iteration of his character, the HBK Shawn Michaels. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've I've never laughed harder. Attitude Era. <laughs> I've never laughed harder in my youth than when I was watching him play the goofball to Triple H's straight man mm-hmm. during the DX DX era. Yes. Some of his match that match with Undertaker. Match yeah, with Hell in a Cell, Hell in a Cell, match the re- retirement match with Ric Flair, iconic matches across the board, and come on, sweet chin music, just yeah, dude. yeah. just it's oh, it's just too much. It's uh, I get I get I get kind of excited when I think yeah. about it. You know? Yeah, I love yeah. you to Ric Flair before he kicked his head kicked off. Kicked him in the head. Probably one of the most like real moments in all of wrestling. It was funny because I was I was watching that moment. I well, that was probably I guess it was 2007, and I was at my buddy's house, and we all bought the pay per view. So this is the days before the network. We actually had to buy the fucking thing, mm-hmm. and we had invited a bunch of people over. And this usually happens with WrestleMania. Like I'll invite people who aren't necessarily wrestling fans, and they'll come watch it. And like there was a bunch of people at the house all watching this, and like me and like the hardcores were having like a moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everybody else what like didn't get. We were all just like, oh man. Uh, this is like the greatest thing I've ever seen, and people are just like, "What's happening what to you guys?" <laughs> I had that. I had that moment with the streak being, being broken. That's the most recent oh, time. Man. I was with a bunch of normals, and there was like three hardcores at this WrestleMania party. Yeah, and they were like kind of making fun of it, like the, the reaction. They were making fun of the rea- the real reaction we had of yeah. like, yeah. guys, we're gonna need a moment. This is. I don't think. You clowns understand what just happened. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, we really like we were speechless, and people were really like, "Andy, are you okay?" Like I was like, "I don't even know if I can drive home after that." Yeah, like, was, I'm that was shaking. It was a heartfelt. Yeah, that was a for anyone who knows the behind the scenes anything about wrestling. That's a moment that will that you look at forever. I was yeah. shaking. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was. I could People were like consoling me of like. People are like, can you just go back to normal and be funny, Andy? Again? Yeah. I, I don't know if I ever I will be. <laughs> I think I'm broken. If you would like to pinpoint the moment Andy Peters lost his innocence, guys. <laughs> it was right uh, WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Well, Shattered. Although, you know what? With that awful blow of, of Undertaker streak being broken, followed immediately by Daniel Bryan winning the winning yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that's That's a perfect WrestleMania to the me. The emotion crescendo the, of... Being like, how could they do this to any of their fans? Like, yeah. no matter the level of fandom for WWE to even like <laughs> attempt to do that, yeah, the streak breaking, like it yeah. really was a thing that you would toy with for years. Of like, they might, 
But really deep down, no you one ever thought yeah, you possibly yeah, you could. Couldn't. You just have to let it. You were supposed to let it go. Yeah. You know, yeah. you were supposed to let that be the thing. Right. Right. You know, because you're never going to look at him. And it, I'm sorry to detract to the Undertaker himself. You're never going to look at him. Well, he's going to come up, right? I mean, I'll, yeah, yeah, surely. Can we just pop him in now? Yeah. Well, we speaking that of that, now? yeah, we oh. should get to Rivers. Oh, oh, oh sorry. sorry. Oh, man. Uh, this is real easy for me. This guy was my first favorite wrestler. Uh, I started watching wrestling uh, in the build-up to Starcade 97. That's when I came on board. I, I did, you know, so I was, uh, I guess I was in sixth grade. And uh, so in the build-up to that, the Sting-Hogan thing was the main event. Mm-hmm. But also there was this guy who was a cruiserweight who had just debuted named Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. And Chris Jericho... Damn it, how dare you has, take one of my choices? He's been my <laughs> favorite... Uh, from 1997 when I first saw the guy in WCW right on through right now. 2017, 20 years running. You just running. made the list. That oh, dude. So good. Yeah. You just made the list. It's the, uh, he is uh, a goddamn it. It, it, it. When did you say the first time you saw him was? Starcade 96? Uh, 97. Yeah. Or that in the prob- build up to Starcade 97. I don't even remember if he was on the show, but you know, they used to have the three hour long nitros mm-hmm. and they had the cruiserweights come out there and it was just him kicking the shit out of like psychosis or something, but he would just shit talk in the ring while he was doing it. Yeah. And then that led into, in 1998, the first thing where I was just like, this is my guy was the Dean Malenko. Feud, yes, where they gave him Dean man, Malenko. We, we like like the same wrestling stuff. Man, Dean Malenko uh, was a great wrestler, but the boringest dude ever. Dude, he had yeah. zero <laughs> facial expression. Yeah. yeah, they called him the Iceman. Never the Ice man. Yeah, the the announcers had to start calling him the Ice. You man know, no one's gonna so... like you if you have any sort of ice gimmick. Glacier, <laughs> Glacier. No one liked Glacier. Yeah, the Iceman. Oh yeah. Who yeah. were other Icemen? Well, they tried to give so Stone Cold famously. Meltdown. Remember Meltdown? He had the. Uh, he used to be Wrath, and then they gave him a, oh, like shit. a Sub-Zero Wrath. character. and called him WCW uh, had that phase <laughs> of Glacier, like, dude. Ugh. WCW's writing room in the late 90s was like, hey, what's cool right now? Video well, games? Mortal Kombat's pretty sweet. All right, we're going to have a Sub-Zero, a Mortis, <laughs> I just re- another Scorpion-type guy. I remember the moment Glacier's gimmick died. I mean, it died. It was dead on arrival, but like when it, they truly decided as a company to kill it, it was his squash match against Goldberg. <laughs> it was a, it was a oh, WCW yeah. Saturday night. It wasn't yes. even a Nitro. Yes. I was at my grandma's house watching WCW Saturday night, and he came through. They had the Star Wars doors mm-hmm. with the fog, and Glacier comes out, and he gave his like big move, the kick, the big like you know the super kick. Pick. Yeah, the ice pick gave it to Goldberg, <laughs> and Goldberg just nose little nose old it. Yeah, Goldberg just, shrugged just off went, the ice pick and then fucked him up. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's that's, that's it. That. That's, that was probably that's, one of the cases where the entrance of the foe lasted longer than the match. Itself. Yeah, like well, Glacier had this like. Ice would come down and oh, like yeah. a oh, rain. And his his entrance uh, famously cost five hundred thousand dollars. His first entrance like cost half a million dollars for WCW. Dude, that's when Turner Jesus. was just throwing money. He <laughs> yeah. was like, "Wrestling's gonna be the thing. I'm just gonna throw money at it." Yeah. But his whole outfit. I, when he first entered, I thought it was legitimate cool because it was Sub Zero from Mortal Kombat coming to life. Yeah. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> 13? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Well, they, they had uh, three of them. There was Wrath, Mortis, Mortis. And, uh, and Glacier. So it was supposed to be like a bullshit <laughs> Shang Sun, a bullshit like Scorpion, yeah. and then mm-hmm. a bullshit Sub-Zero. It was the best time in WCW Man. when every week there was like nine <laughs> new characters. It's like, yeah. hey, I, I'm a baseball player. <laughs> and then, okay, he won't be here next week. Hey, I'm a guy called the cat. Look out, <laughs> it's the cat. Sparky Plug. <laughs> yeah. I'm a race car driver named Spark Plug. 
Do you remember the cat? I was thinking of him. On Ernest the, the Cat Miller, dude. Who was like a real karate guy that they were like, hey, just get in there and yeah, see. Just, and he was really just do some demonstrations. Kicking the crap out of he people. He was great. I loved the cat. Uh, but yeah, Jared. Uh, that was a real thing? Ernest yes, the Cat Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller. Yeah, dude. He was <laughs> a badass. Cats. Yeah, he would just kick, he would uh, kick watch, people in the head. Like, it's all on the network now, but you go back to that. WCW Nitro of like the 94. Five through ninety eight era of just, every week was this new great ridiculous character. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah. a guy and rolling dishing out money too. There was a guy called the Maestro that came out with a full grand full piano, grand piano. Yeah, loaded no, on, in. on actuated, <laughs> loaded in, loading, rolling across the He lasted like a week. We the, have, the, <laughs> I don't know what happened to the Maestro. This but it was like just some dude, <laughs> long blonde hair, kind of looked like a wrestler, had a clothesline move. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Called the crescendo, whatever his move. Yeah, that, well, that was also this is a little bit past that time period. But you remember when they brought in uh, Gold Dust and made yeah. him seven? Yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So Gold Dust, uh, Dustin Runnels came briefly from WWF to WCW, and they gave him this gimmick of fe- uh, uh, of uh, seven, where he just uh, he was like Hellraiser. He right? put on a trench coat and he had on like a a, a Michael Myers mask, and the, for his entrance, he floated to the ring. <laughs> So he's on like a zip line, just slowly floating on a cloud of fog, and it's so expensive, and there's so yeah. much money involved. You can just see the money involved, <laughs> and he floats. Sweet. Yeah, he floats the ring, and, and Tony Schiavone is like just going, "He's literally floating to the ring!" The like they just float. they can't believe it. And he gets to the ring, and but the thing is, the day that they hired him was the day that they fired his dad, Dusty Rhodes, and so he gets there, and he's just in this white face paint, yeah. and he's got this hat on, and he goes. He's like, well, so apparently I'm seven now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how he starts. I'm so mysterious. And he goes, he goes, I come up. He's like, I get rid of. He's like, I leave WWF to get away from this nonsense. And then they fired my dad and gave me an Uncle Fester gimmick. (laughs) (laughs) And he just totally destroys the character. And they fired him like the next day. Uh I love it. That's awesome. awesome. But anyway, Jericho is the shit. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) is all I'm I'm saying. I'm mad at you for picking (laughs) that. Seems like a strong pick. Out of that era of like WCW, he like last it probably had the most longevity. Outside of like Rey Mysterio came from that era too. Yeah, Kane. Uh, of that. Um, oh, no, of I that mean class. like the cruiserweight oh, oh. class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mysterio. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, obviously Eddie Guerrero is not with watch, us, but like, I hated WCW even in the era. Like I was always like a WWE Raw guy, but I would watch, but I was a total mark for the cruiserweight division. Yeah, that was and the best it always thing. happened in the that first That was the best hour. thing about WCW. Yeah. yeah. Was the you cruiserweight. Would, you would flick in, you would watch Rey Mysterio just crush it with... Uh, Juventud with, Guerrero. Yeah, oh. like, that dude was badass. Yeah, La was, Parca. Yeah, La Parca never won a damn match, but I loved him because he had the chair and the yeah. dance. Psychosis would come in there, acting <laughs> ass. This is a good Jeff transition to a pick. Can I... Yeah, no, I just wanted to say Jeff May left a comment and said if Alex Wright doesn't win he's coming for Oh dude. Das Wunderkind Alex yeah. Wright Ber- wasn't he Berlin for a while and he yeah. had and yeah. his and his muscle was a dude called the Wall yeah. Look out yeah. <laughs> yes. Look out it's yep. Berlin and his Wall And then he turned into a dancer and he would dance uh, on the way down the ring I just lo- I just want to be WWE loves dancers by the way. Yeah. It's just they love Cur- a, they love a they dude love dancing. dancing. Yep. Yeah. See, I had some written, I had one more one other thing written down about Jericho I wanted to say. Oh, uh also his You prepared for this? Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah, I prepared for this, baby. He's like, yeah. oh, I'm just weird." His uh <laughs> His, uh, his I, had some, I have some more things I want to touch upon about Chris, <laughs> about Chris Jericho. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> as far as longevity goes, like, he's completely untouchable because nobody's been as much of a workhorse as that guy 
except for maybe one other person who is going to be one of my picks later uh, is on that level. But also just the reinvention. The oh, yeah. How many okay. different things he's gone through, like where he yeah. started off as like this kind of like cocky asshole and then moved into like a cocky asshole who didn't sell T-shirts and didn't, you know, give high fives. And now he's back to, uh, you know, sort of a cocky asshole. So I guess he hasn't really changed <laughs> that much, but, but it's that's what I love about him. It. It's, it's shades, you know. Slight shades of cocky asshole. Alter, but he always adds a thing that brings you back. Like it's so as weird. of like a year ago, I was like, okay, Chris Jericho's on his last legs. How how long are we going to put up with the sparkling jacket? He's got a and then, and then the list showed up and just yeah. like, oh, it's the best. He took a scarf and a clipboard <laughs> and turned it into money. And I love him again. <laughs> He's a fucking genius. A <laughs> scarf a and a clipboard, and just, now it's a giant. Just pile never of play money. rock music again. That's all I ask. Oh, I he's still yeah. doing that too. Oh, what I was saw this band his band, Fozzy, Fozzy Osborne. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say Fouch. Fouch. Fozzy Osborne. That's the Phil. name of Chris Jericho's Flash. band. Yeah, come on, Chris we can't, Jericho. That's why you never meet your heroes. You know, yeah, we, we shouldn't know this <laughs> no, much shit. about them. I should have never <laughs> listened to a Fozzy. I, I saw the band. Oh, you yeah. saw Fozzy? You, you I saw forked Fozzie. over Fozzy tickets? No, I'm sure they were an opening <laughs> band for someone better. Yeah, they, it was at a festival. <laughs> right, and, yeah. It was. Oh, no God. one's ever paid to see Fozzy. You pay <laughs> to see Ozzy Osbourne or whoever, and they just show up. <laughs> Yeah, I it's it, it it hurts me and it breaks my heart that Fozzie is like winning in his like schedule. Like there was a time, well, not currently. Yeah, currently he's, he's back wrestling. All in, man. Mm-hmm. So oh, good right now. Sorry, Fozzie. Yeah. But, well, we have to see the list <laughs> and how lo- much longer can we deal with that? <laughs> Are they ever going to publish the list? Like no. that would be. I would buy that from a bar. Well, it's funny because the list is all, it's almost a throwback to the first thing I loved about him, which was when he was feuding with Malenko. He had a list. He had a list of moves that he did because yeah. they called Dean Malenko the man of a thousand holds, mm-hmm. and Chris Jericho came and he's like, he's like, Dean Malenko's the man of a thousand holds. I'm the man of a thousand four holds. Yeah. And he had a he had one of those old school like you remember when printer paper connected uh-huh. yeah. like that. He had one of those and it was just a list of his thousand four holds. One of them was called holes. the Gregorian armchair. And I'll yeah. never, I'll never <laughs> forget. I'll never forget that. Well, he just stood in the ring and refused to move. He's yeah. just like, I'm going to read you all of my holds, and he wouldn't leave. And he would just go. Hold number one, arm bar. <laughs> Hold number two, yeah. arm drag. Hold number three. And then they went to commercial, and then they come back from commercial, and he's still reading off this <laughs> stupid list, and people are just booing the shit out of him. And I was I was like sixth grade, just at home, just lose. I thought it was the funniest thing ever, how pissed Dean Malenko was. That's uh, that. That's a clip I always show people. If like people poo-poo wrestling and say like it's not fun or it's, it's not it's funny, so funny, it's just fake fighting. That's a clip. I'm like, you don't think wrestling's awesome? Yeah. Watch Look at this, this guy. comedy genius yeah. unfold. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's always a good clip to get people into it. Yeah, yeah. Jericho, man. Andy, your next pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with somebody also from that era who had some of the best matches. Uh, well, he's he's passed away now, but uh, it's uh, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie oh, Guerrero. yes. Yes, definitely. definitely. R.I.P. Because he, I mean, he comes from that WCW Cruiserweight division when I wasn't even watching WCW, but he brought me over. And then when he came over to WWE, it was, it was this like, really question mark of like how they were gonna what they were gonna do yeah, with them similar to jericho in that way similar to jericho they didn't do much of the wcw guys there was this sort yeah. of like punishment thing with the wcw guys and then it was him and benoit and saturn came over the, the new radicals the new radicals yeah yeah, which yeah. was dumb yeah and <laughs> just dumb yeah but then then his uh latino heat persona started oh, to like God. come out of that his so damn funny cheating to win and then travel guerrero got involved and they were like Tag him for a when while. They were they the would, Guerreros. Yeah. 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 It was the first people. I don't know. 
I might be um, wrong about this, but it's the first time I saw like full real automobiles used to bring a person down to the rank. Like, yeah. like he was going to the full cholo. He had drove had, a car had, down with the low low rider, had yeah. the lowrider in every city come so out. Badass. Had the low, yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't think there was enough room to get a real full automobile. Well, I guess Austin would drive. Wrestling ramp. Austin would drive cars to the ring pretty regularly. Okay, why are you trying? To <laughs> I mean, just just saying. It wasn't. The, I was like, well, because you said that, I was like, famously, I know someone else famously, famously drove cars. Kurt Angle See, I'm with glad the milk you're calling truck. Me out yeah, there were yeah. several milk Sorry. trucks, beer trucks that came down. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he had like a full semi truck. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, like your regular mode of transportation. Yeah, I believe yeah. that Eddie Guerrero drove that car to the right sports to, the, to the yeah, and yeah. also and when he got austin through, just stole the yeah, car yeah. and was like as a fuck you and eddie the, this was his motor the, val- the valet the was like yeah the yeah. valet was like leave the keys in the car and park it over here and he's like no, that's not how i operate uh, yeah i'm yeah. driving all the way i'm already cl- i'm already dressed for my match i'm gonna drive <laughs> my regular daily automobile which is an amazing low rider mm-hmm. my cousin's <laughs> my cousin's awesome here did <laughs> and we're gonna just go right to the ring. Just drive you, it through the ring, if you don't mind. I'm not walking th- to the ring. What do you think I'm? <laughs> I'm not parking this thing. <laughs> what? This is a priceless. <laughs> There's hydraulics involved. So then, did the car just sit at the side of the ring? Sit at the side of the ring until yeah. Eddie hit you with a frog splash, yep. and then he would get back in the car. And get back in the car. Okay, that's actually great. famously he was very he was terrible at driving in reverse. Yeah. So a stagehand would actually drive the car out because they didn't want to scratch it. Yeah. He would drive in, but somebody else always drove it out. Is that true? Yeah. Man, you know these deep cut fans. Yeah, I, I worked in arena, so I get to talk to people who were oh like no shit during that type of stuff. They're like, yeah, oh, "How man. cool am I? I drove Eddie Guerrero's lowrider." Well, whenever I work, whenever I work with somebody who's worked with famous people, I always just ask for the weirdest story they have. Yeah, you know, I, I hate the fucking new. Well, I'm Hollywood. I did this, dude. What's the craziest shit you've seen? Yeah, yeah. Working backstage, and then that's the story I like to hear. So, oh, man, I talked to a guy recently who worked for uh, worked at the Wiltern Theater. And he was, he'd been working there for like 15 years. He's like, ask me about any band. And so the whole night, I just got to sit here and throw out bands and he would tell me if they were cool or not. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. It nice. was awesome. And so I was like, I was like, what about, uh, have you ever met Rage Against the Machine? He's like, he's like, oh yeah, man. Zach loves those Asian girls, dude. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I he like, had to say? I was like, okay. Cool, man. All right, cool. All right. Good to know. Rivers. Is it's Rivers turn? Or no, Quincy okay. again. My turn. Yes. My next pick. Not much needs to be said because he is the most electrifying oh, man fuck yeah. in oh, wow. sports entertainment. Shouts out to the millions. And millions of the Rocks fans. <laughs> I got to pick Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Hell yeah. Uh, he's got to be on the list. He's yeah. got to be on the list just because of when he came in that attitude era and was the second uh the saving grace after Austin kind of had the second neck surgery and just kind of was on his way out. He recreated himself three times. Yeah. Three yeah. times within the same... He, never, got, even, he got even rockier each he, time. Yeah. He, when he first came out, he was the young, upstart kid. He was, you know, <laughs> they, they always love to push pedigree. He's a third-generation wrestler yeah. and all these things. The but blue chipper. Then, as they moved into the nation, when it was that giant feud with oh, man. the nation and DX... I love that. While he was the leader of... Of the of that stable, he wasn't the standout wrestler or the standout personality. Let's just be honest. Well, it was funny because he wasn't. If you remember, he wasn't technically the leader. Farouk was the leader, but yeah. Rock just would talk over Farouk and stuff. Yeah, and but, just well, like took over. Farouk the shit. was terrible on mic, and Rock was eager and right, you know, right. He, he could quib. Well, it was but great. Isn't Farouk the damn damn? Yeah, Ron right? Simmons. Yeah, Didn't he Ron later Simmons. become that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn. Because damn. that's, that's damn. the most they could get out of Ron Simmons was one sound bite. 
Just get just get it over with. Say when, your when, word. When the acolytes were a team, Bradshaw was the voice of that team. <laughs> and I'm not talking about Bradshaw now when he's like an announcer. Yeah, not JBL. Just not JBL. I'm talking angry about mustache. when he was just Bradshaw. <laughs> he was the personality was, of that was, tag team. He was wrestling Josh Brolin from No Country for Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but The Rock, at, at just even then, but D-Lo and The Godfather, they had so many different characters. And The Rock and still found weirdly, a Owen way. Hart. In what was supposed yeah, to be yeah. like a Nation of Islam, like black militant group, yeah. that was Owen, Hart Owen Hart was just <laughs> randomly in it. He was in it. And <laughs> Me he, too, guys. And right? He would wear he would wear it's kente like cloth robes. They, he yeah. had he had African print kente cloth <laughs> on his robes <laughs> yeah, when that he is, would tag. That uh, is amazing. It was really as if. Uh, it was almost as if he like accidentally went to the ring at the wrong time one night, and they were just like, "He's with him, I guess. Yes, he's there. Is this my entrance? No, I'm, this is. You know what? This now, is the nation of domination. We talk entrance. about uh-huh. that now, and I'm just upset because the WWE wasn't far enough ahead of their time to have him identify as a black man, and that's why he. Joined oh, the, the Rachel, nation. the wrestling yeah. Rachel Dolezal. He could have out it. They yeah. could have broke Dolezal ground. Oh yeah. my god! Had they been forward thinking. Wasn't that- Crush in there for a while too? When Crush was like. Was he? Maybe so. Like, uh, like black hmm. p- face paint, mean crush. I feel like he was thrown in a group. Maybe it wasn't that group, but Crush had this. Do you remember Crush? Do you know what I'm talking about, Crush? I'm, I'm at a loss. He had a, he had a finishing move where he crushed your head. <laughs> he was a face painted big man who would of slowly squeeze. You guys remember Crush? No. Oh, he was the best. He would just squeeze your head from he, the back. He had he a would... finishing submission okay. where he squeezed the life out of your brain. And, <laughs> and the person would shake and he would squeeze and he was called Crush. And he crushed you. Okay. And uh, he was in that early '90s WWE. Oh, okay. And then he had a turn where he uh, he went heel and he wore like a black trench coat, went full like he used to have like bright blue face paint and then he uh-huh. went like black face paint uh-huh. and just on half his side and kind of did like a Phantom of the Opera. And he had he also had cornrows, like had weird like <laughs> me. Shouts out to Davy Boy Smith. But he yeah yeah he was very Davy Boy Smith looking mm. as like oh, a man. heel and. I, he was in a faction. I don't know his nation domination. I think it was like he was thrown in where he would never say anything. He was just their muscle for a bit. Oh, okay. Sort of the way uh, they did Mark Henry. Jeff May it. says yeah. his Doink feud was so good. Crush and Doink. <laughs> yeah, solid. <laughs> Jeff May. Doink. Jeff, hi, Jeff May. I'm doing your show on Friday. Are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> I'm we're doing it be, next month. We're I'll gonna see. hang out in a comic book shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, Rivers next pick for Rivers, you. go for it. I feel like I'm just bouncing directly off of you, but somebody's got to do it. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh. Oh. I okay. mean, okay. Stone Cold was the guy that made me switch to WWF because really? I I yeah. was WCW died in the wool like hardcore. Didn't couldn't have given less of a shit about Raw when I first started watching. Really? But halfway through 1998, Raw got or, or uh, Nitro got real stupid and mm-hmm. Raw got real cool. Raw is and there war, was, baby. There was this perfect sort of moment where it was uh, September of 98. It was Breakdown was the mm-hmm. pay-per-view where it was Undertaker and Kane versus Stone Cold. And Stone Cold lost the belt and then came back the next day and just beat the shit out of everybody. And it was like, it's it's just the greatest. Like that guy, yeah. you know, he, he appealed to just, he, he appealed to like such a huge cross-section. Like there's even like the, the shitty, like I won't cheer for a heel sort of wrestling fan, which is what I've become, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> even those people were like, fuck yeah, Austin's the shit. You know, no, nobody yeah, was. He wasn't Wait, what do you heel? mean? Won't cheer, won't cheer for a heel? Or won't cheer, won't cheer for a, a face, I should say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just like the real snarky like wrestling people. Because Austin was a guy who 
you know, people who were in that sort of crowd where they're just like, you know, oh, I, I only like people who are like, you know, really competent in the ring and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That was Austin until that first neck injury was mm-hmm. he was like a, you know, a, a good hand in the ring and a good technician. And then he had that fir- that Owen Hart broke his neck. Yep. And then he had to come back. And that's when he, uh, you know, sort of adopted that sort of brawling style and, you know, the whole you know, the whole thing kind of really came together in, the, in that the, way. We have, a, yeah. we have a comment. Melanie oh. Ernst says, God damn, Rivers knows his shit. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. This is why, you, why do you think we invited him? Yeah. Right? Because of that beautiful face. He's more than a pretty face, mm-hmm. ladies. Yeah. Okay? He's wearing a wrestling t-shirt. <laughs> if you need any more question of his legitimacy. Sleeveless, too. I would, That's I a would, deep cut. A KO, a Kevin <clears throat> Owens t-shirt. Oh, that might be coming I up left, later. I left Stone Cold <laughs> off of my initial yeah, I kinda, list just I, because yeah. of the, the lack of in-ring work. Yeah, well, like, I mean, no. When, have, in the WC, WC, W days before he trained, yeah, the Hollywood over, Blondes with yeah, Pillman. When, you mean the idol Steve Austin? Stephen Austin? <laughs> the was idol that Steve Austin? Huh? The yeah. idol Steve Stunning Austin. Steve. Stunning, Stunning Steve. Steve Stunning Austin. Steve Austin. Not he, Austin Idol. That's a different guy. That's he, a different guy. He was great. He had he was great in ring, but throughout his career, because of the brawling style, you never really got great matches you got yeah. the big stuff because his personality was so big right but at no point in time were you ready to watch the match oh he's almost never at. wrestling it's it's my favorite thing about going back and watching raw like stone cold is almost never actually wrestling oh, yeah. he gets thrown around twice and then suddenly it's a luther's press you hear jr go crazy and that yep. gets you excited hey, the yeah man, the man had two knee braces on his <laughs> yeah yeah what did you want him to do? A corkscrew moon? Song? Oh, that's like the thing. By like the end, no he's, yeah. By the end, he's coming I'm, to the ring. He looks maybe. like he has rickets. <laughs> <laughs> he looks he like Forrest four, Gump yeah, at the beginning. Say, yeah, he had, he had Forrest Gump gear in his. Mama leg. said they take me anywhere. And you guys are like, he's not wrestling enough. The man. <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying. <laughs> I, guy, I think the guy he, had weekly scopic surgery on his. Weekly yeah. scopics. Weekly well, scopics. I think he. Well, that's the, my my argument to that would be that he, he had a knee he, guy. He earned. He earned the spot where he didn't have to do shit. Okay. Like, yeah. he put in enough work at the beginning of his career so that when it came time for him to be a star, he could just sit back and be a star. Yeah. And uh, The most misused guy in WCW. A oh, Hollywood blonde? Uh, yeah. Famously, yeah. Well, no, that's a, that was cool, but as soon as Pillman left, then they were just like, we don't have anything Pillman. for you. I love me some Brian Pillman. And that that promo that he cuts on ECW... Yeah, I was going to say, he, is, uh, if you were... he's like, and Eric Bischoff, fire me by the FedEx! You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was when you really started to see Stone Cold come about. That's it, yeah, where he still got a little bit of hair before he completely shaved it off in that ECW promo. And WWE still tried to screw it up by launching him as the Ringmaster. The Ringmaster. Which is, what is that? I'm a master of the ring. (laughs) He's going to coordinate the whole thing. He's going to stand in the middle and make you dance, puppets. I don't know. The Ringmaster. I'm the most... He'll start coming out with a top hat on or some shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It'll get more circusy. That's He's not be the name. Yeah. Well, and, but and he wasn't. He was just a guy that had plain trunks. DiBiase brought him out. Who I was thinking about putting him on my list. But yeah. I, I, oh man. They DiBiase. brought back the million dollar championship. I love. Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, man. Oh, million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, a millionaire. Hit that segment is still one of my favorites. The basketball. The basketball. Oh my god. The it, biggest it's heel still move the in all thing of heel I've ever moves. seen. He made a kid come out and he brought out a basketball <laughs> and shoot, said, if yeah. you can dribble this. No, what he was oh, shooting. No, 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 the dribble, the dribble. dribble. You can dribble okay. ball, if you can dribble this ball $10, I'm going to give your whole family, um, or 10 times, I'm going to give your whole family a million dollars. He kicked it. He got to like nine and a half and he just slightly <laughs> kicks it. He's like, oh, yeah. sorry, yeah. your family's not millionaire. No, it was, it was only. No, the all worst. right, go back to your seat. It was the best. No, no. 
the worst part about it was it wasn't a billion dollars. It was five hundred dollars, and oh, he okay. had the cash in his hands. <laughs> and he goes, and I know your family needs this, Sean. He's, <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, I know this five hundred dollars really help out you and your family. And if you could dribble this basketball, oh, 15, 15, it's 15, 15, 15 times because he makes him dribble it ten times. He's like, can you dribble a basketball? And the kid dribbles it ten times. He goes, okay. Now, if you can do it 15 times, I will give you this $500. And then he gets to 13, 14. Oh, oh and kicks it out of the way. And that kid is the most sympathetic kid. Like, you couldn't have picked uh, just like, a kid, like a, a sorrier looking kid. We had and so many plans with this $500. <laughs> they had yeah. already spent it. They had oh already spent the 500 Do you think the God. WWE did the right thing, they though, did. When, when cameras yeah, they got did. turned off? They actually picked that kid, like, beforehand, like, based on just randomly on, like, yeah. a ticket. And they had him, like, they, they put him up for the weekend. And, and like kid became Virgil. <laughs> no, Virgil was there. Virgil was holding the basketball. Virgil's an asshole, too. Uh, oh, oh, Vir- oh, Virgil's a sad... Oh, man. If we want to do like a rating of the yeah, we done, saddest... Yeah, part two of this will be the saddest. Yeah. It'll just be saddest wrestling stories of all time. Is Bobby Lashley. Oh, sorry. Andy, For, next I, like I had it, then I lost it, now I have it again. Roddy, Roddy, Piper. Oh, oh man. Wow. Kind of like Ooh. a like doesn't get Piper. enough praise as being like the man of that time. Yeah, he was the, the first. Um, he was the guy. If you didn't like Hogan, you liked Piper. Yes, and yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, like I had uh, my whole thing growing up in those days was I used to. Uh, my brother was a big like Hawkamaniac. Yeah. My older brother was like a Hawk Hogan fan. Yeah, and so I just as a little brother had to root for whatever. The other guy. Yeah. He was rooting against, and our yeah. ver- and WrestleMania one was like our first. We used to get uh, wrestling tapes from the library. Oh mm. wow, that's like okay. how I'm showing my age. But that's how like <laughs> wow. we used to. Do you get? Did you guys have reading class yeah. growing up? Mm. When yeah. you'd have to go to the library and like part of the class was checking out books. Checking from the out library. books. Yeah, I would sneak. I would not tell my parents. I would sneak a wrestling tape into my stack of books. <laughs> and at my library, at was the, this the city library or yeah the, the oh, city okay. library? Oh, okay, yeah, you could get. They had remember the tapes with like the plastic box. Yeah, squeeze yep. the side. And they had like mutual, mutual yeah. of Omaha wildlife tapes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And the yeah. actual tape wasn't in the tape thing. You had to bring it to the person and they the front. load yeah. it up from the tape room, wherever the tape room was, <laughs> <laughs> the mysterious tape room where they kept the tapes, and they would put it in the blank yeah, tape sheet. Man, kids don't know about that shit. God, I didn't know you could get wrestling stuff from there. Yeah, man. From our our library had three that we would keep in a rotation. Had uh, the first. WrestleMania, WrestleMania three, which was from the Pontiac Silverdome. Oh, I from, bet that fucker was always checked out. I'm from out. Detroit, and that was always checked out. You couldn't get that. Fucking there was like a waiting list for that. Smarks, uh, the best. <laughs> Just yeah. watching Steamboat and fucking Savage over and the over. The best. Well, I mean, yeah, the best. He's coming up. Uh, he's got. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, but WrestleMania one and two, they had as like a double whammy pack, like a twofer. Because I remember, I, I always confused them as being the same thing. Because the feud kind of bled over into the next WrestleMania when they had the first WrestleMania was Roddy Roddy Piper had a match with Mr. T. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? It was like a yeah, yeah it was, it was a boxing a match. Boxing match yeah. that went awry. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was like the started out as the boringest five minutes in all of wrestling. And that but the end of the match was a, the the most amazing moment mm-hmm. I can recall seeing in all of wrestling. When he uh in in gloves does a scoop slam on Mr. <laughs> T, and then all these like legit fans like start just like coming in, yeah. and Roddy Roddy Piper's just like laying out yeah. people, yeah, just beating up <laughs> fans. Know who these people are, and like, and you see like, like you see like a uh, Pat, uh, what's his name, um, 
he was a backstage oh, guy. Pat then. Patterson. Pat Patterson coming out and trying to like yeah. get control yeah. of this like with situation. a cigarette in his mouth probably. Like, the, the first time, like when I was a kid, I was like, wrestling's real. It's totally real. Yeah. And were like no, it's fake. It's, and that would be my go-to of like, mm-hmm. I mean, how is it? The people are coming out of the audience, <laughs> and this guy's they're in boxing gloves. How can you say that's fake? Yeah, yeah. It was a boxing match. Yeah. It just happened to like go awry. <laughs> yeah. And that like the feud. I as a wrestling fan, I'm disheartened now with the product that there isn't like feuds that go like two three years the rowdy rowdy piper hulk hogan feud with mr t coming in and then he had to get his boy the cowboy bob orton got involved who would never take his cast off yeah that was that was controversial for like two years straight Roddy just brought this cowboy to the ring and was yeah. allowed to do whatever he wanted. He's hitting people with cowbells. Hopping boys. It yeah. won't take a cast off. And like it, it went on and on and on and like back and forth every week. And I feel like now like wrestling feuds, like they start it and it seems like it could, like the, the Wyatt family is a great example yeah. of this. That could be a thing that if you really put some writing behind it, and put some chops into making that and their go members for would... a long time. Instead of just fizzle, everything in wrestling fizzles Fizzle. out to this point yeah. of where you're like, yeah, like man, that was so cool. Why, yeah. did it, why did it fizzle out? Because it's the attention span of people. But like when Ronnie Roddy Piper had that feud with Hogan, the attention span seemed to be like, I mean, they went they went at it for years. Like they went back and forth. Did something happen? No, did I no, break no, the no, podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> was that such a controversial pick? Roddy Roddy Piper. No, that's a great one. And also, I would argue, the best uh, movie uh, made by starring any wrestler. Them? Uh, they Live. They, they Live. Why yeah. did I say them? Them? them. <laughs> they people? They you mean live. Van Morrison's Garage Band? Them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. They, they Live. They yeah. Live, man. Uh, partially filmed basically right where we're sitting at the what moment. What do you got against Mr. Nanny? Huh? <laughs> or Suburban Commando. Or Suburban Commando. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, I don't know. And, um, I love Suburban Commando. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or uh, what was the one that, where they Santa actually Santa with made... Muscles? <laughs> no, um, Zeus, where Zeus came out of. Oh, oh, No Holds Barred. No Holds Barred. Yeah, And yeah. his opponent in the movie, Tiny Lister, became a wrestler for a while. Yeah, for like six months. It was awful. And then later became Debo and got knocked the fuck out by Ice Cube in Friday. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Oh, yeah. That guy. Yeah. And that yeah, guy. he was... Zo- and they like made him... That was the first time like Hollywood was just like, hey, do you mind if he wrestles? <laughs> and they were like, okay. Yeah, okay. And he was awful. <laughs> now that happens all the time. Yeah. Where like, these matches are like, this guy has no business. But that was the first example of Yeah, that. yeah. The, pr- the precursor to, let's get the green arrow in there. He's got abs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the era of like... Right? Storylines being Open. like legit long. Even that one went too long. Yeah, the, like Macho Man bringing in Zeus and that whole storyline. Yeah, we need okay. a pen. So, <laughs> guys pen. online, can you send a- email pens? Can someone, you email yeah, pen. someone online? Bring email me a pen. Us a pen. Uh, Quincy, your next pick. My next pick. One of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Not the greatest. Not the most in shape. <laughs> but. Overall entertainment value, I really can't find anyone better than Mick Foley. Oh yeah. man, I cannot. Yeah. Good uh, pick. Uh, he's one of the only wrestlers that I've that, in my knowledge, that has ever had multiple characters all be successful all at the exact same time yeah. within a property. Yeah, Royal Rumble '97. Dude, love Cactus Jack and Mankind all fought in the Rumble. Like he just kept coming in, he'd get thrown out, yes. then he'd come back like four guys later in a different outfit. They, they or were, that, or that when he cut a promo as all three at the same time, where they kept coming in, yeah. on and off the screen, and then that they was, were all on the screen. Oh, that's yeah. so time. good. Triple H. He's like interviewing didn't himself. Didn't know who they were gonna get. Oh, <laughs> that stuff. He's so great at that stuff. God but damn just, it. Even now, like you watch Raw, Raw now, 
as the general manager. Mm-hmm. He's, he seems so out of his element and uncomfortable, but he's still doing He's great. He still sells it. Well, he dude, still they, sells it. No, like I, they actually have been doing what exactly what I hoped they would do, which is like not making him silly. Like when you yeah. see him on TV now, like that whole thing with Braun Strowman and Sami Zayn and him was such a like a beautifully done yeah. thing. And he was like dead serious about it. And you got that like old feeling again where you're like, this dude, like when he's just gonna like dump out a bucket full of emotions on the crowd, people are drawn to it. Oh, like yeah. there's something about oh, that guy where you're yeah. just like, I'm with you, man. Like, and then know. he gave himself a haircut and ruined all of that. I don't know. I think he looks, Did you see his hair the other week. Yeah. 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 I think before okay. they fixed it. Oh, they fixed it. This oh, they week. gave him a buzz cut. They this buzzed week. it all off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he took basically he took he just did his own. He just took the longness out of it and chopped it like straight bold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and then you could see they tried to like style it. Style yeah. it. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, like a weird. Yeah, now it's all buzzed and he looks fine. But yeah, but he, of course Kevin Owens and Jericho like did the best work. Oh, with they that. fucked with him. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> really, you're gonna give us stipulations and serious stuff while you're ha- while you have that haircut on your head. <laughs> They're like, we're really supposed to like be like afraid of you right now. Yeah. Like, you're, 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 the, you're the boss. Yeah. yeah. You're oh. going to put me in a shark cage. They're bringing yeah. back the shark, the shark cage. cage. Yeah, dude. Which hasn't been a thing since like the Paul Ellering days of like. They put Paul Legion Ellering in the, in the shark cage. Well, they brought cage. it back. Yeah. The very first time I saw that was like a tape of like Deep South Southern wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they put like Jim Cornette up in one of those. Yeah. With his like, tennis racket and shit. Yeah. yeah. Where it was, what, were, what was his tag team? Not the Midnighters. The, oh, the, uh, the Rock and Roll. The Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express, Express yeah. yeah. And then there was the Midnight there Express. Was the Midnight Express. A lot of Express. And they had a, they had a big feud. <laughs> yeah. Were they all like train? Like, was trains a big thing back then? <laughs> yeah, with transportation. Down man. south, yeah. Multiple, yeah. multiple Expresses you could take. Yeah. The they Rock were, and Roll they, Express. They were coming into your town. Yeah. You know? There Which the, was ripped out by the rock and rollers. Everything was yeah, the rockers, off the midnight rockers, the rock and roll express. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, no, uh, the, the halftime heat where uh, he oh, won the he won the belt from the rock. Heat. Oh my god! In, a, in an empty match. stadium. In an empty stadium, and he where pinned he, the rock with so a forklift. Yeah. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> that the is, greatest. Is that the one where Rock went a little crazy with the chair? No, no, that no. was the that was where Rock won the title back. Okay. That was the, that okay. was the uh, I Quit match, which was at the next pay per view. I think it was the Royal Rumble. Yeah, dude, that's when Rock lost. Like he lost his mind. Oh, in God, that match. that's the most brutal shit to watch now. Where Mick Foley, there was a, an I Quit match, and of course Foley's whole thing is he'll never actually say I Quit. Mm-hmm. Where he's handcuffed, and this is yeah. depicted in the movie Beyond the Mat. Uh, uh, where he's handcuffed and The Rock is just hitting him in the head with a chair, and I believe he hits him 12 times. Mm. Oh. Some, as, yeah, as, someone as, in the comments said 11 unprotected chair it's 11 times. to the yeah. head. Yeah, as hard as he can. And you can watch this shit on the network, and it's fucking brutal, especially you know from a 2017 lens of looking at it, knowing what we know now about concussions and like CTE and traumatic brain injury. Like You're like, you're watching... You're watching this guy lose, lose years with his kids. Yeah, for real. Like, and the, for, and the for most belt. fucked up part is his kids are in the front row. They oh, watch yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. crying. And, and there's the, oh. the scene in Beyond the Mat where yeah. he's watching the tape back with his kids and then he they, they show the cameraman's footage of like the kids weeping as their oh, father's dad. being mercilessly beaten by a, a Samoan my dad will never remember my birthday <laughs> yeah by a Samoan psychopath and that's the point in the movie where he's just like maybe I should dial it back a little bit and to his yeah. credit you know with a few exceptions he became sort of a more comedy 
character after that. That's which when is, mankind went goofy. Yeah, which is great because he. Oh my god, the. the but those he, first promos as mankind when he's in like the boiler room, he's and ripping his hair out. And you shit. don't see him, and he's like deep in the bowels of the arena. Yeah, that was the first time you saw like the bowels of the arena. Man, yeah, the the, <laughs> the, the area that no wrestler treads of the sports arena. You check in. <laughs> yeah, you go to the locker room. You go to the ring. This yeah. dude. This, this guy's guy going spending down. Spending a good chunk this of time. Guy's going down some stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He where knows the, where the furnace is. Where the steam is perfectly, <laughs> oh man, a perfectly kept steam is coming. God, they out. had a great boiler room match with the Undertaker on Raw one night that I remember. Oh my God, I have so many good, so many good Mick Foley <laughs> oh, yeah. just memories. That's that is, yeah, Mick, Mick Foley. That's my that's my. Uh, what if they showed up to a sports arena that didn't have a boiler room and they were just like, now what are we gonna do? <laughs> There's always in a the boiler mid room. Ni- in the mid nineties. They're like, okay, well we got a scheduled room. boiler room match. What's that? No boiler room. <laughs> uh, well, that's supposed to be a twenty. Do it in the minutes. shower. Yeah, <laughs> do it in the shower. Yeah. How do you, how do you guys feel about an a, a serving kitchen? Match? Yeah, serving in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Go in the kitchen. Oh man, how about I, a Denny's match. Denny's do it on the roof. Across. Do it on the roof. Let's do it on the roof. I was talking about this with a friend the other day. My one of my my brother and I are like huge wrestling fans our whole life and one thing we would do is like write characters just for fun when we were kids is write characters and like come up with match ideas yeah and one i remember one idea i had when i was a little kid that became a real match was a grocery store match oh when stone cold, <laughs> stone cold. had mm-hmm. a booker t, booker grocery t. Store. i watched it just the other day it's one of the greatest just the not a match really like the worst as a match oh it's great to thing. watch no it's so fun to it's watch it's so fun because <laughs> like I, and I've, I've seen an interview with booker t where they're like yeah, they we came up with it that day, and then like we got the grocery store, and a grocery store manager was a wrestling fan, so he was like, "Do whatever you want. You got the whole store. Yeah. I'm gonna clear it out." And they were just like, "Okay," and they didn't, and they didn't plan any of the match. And if you watch the match, it's on YouTube. It's so it's good. It's the greatest thing. It's it happens all throughout a grocery Booker store. Booker T, Stone Cold Grocery Store. But Look how that shit they up. how they sort of make it work is if you. Watch and listen closely. Stone Cold is like telling Booker T in a very Stone Cold way. He's like, oh, you want to take a drink of milk? I'm going to hit you with the milk. And then he hits (laughs) Oh, you want some crackers in your face? I'm going to put some crackers (laughs) in your face. Eat some cereal, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go visit produce. And then he throws him. Yeah, Yeah, he puts him in the zucchinis. He tells him just like point blank. By mid-match, Booker T should have smartened up to that and been like, oh, I know what what your game plan is. You're about to hit me with a French loaf of bread. Because you just said wee 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 while yeah. holding a French loaf of bread. <laughs> then the best the best part is he uh, puts him on the uh, on, on the conveyor belt on the at, at the <laughs> checkout at the end, and that's how the match ends. He just slams him on there, and Booker T is carried on a conveyor belt, and then just falls off at the end. Just. And then Austin <laughs> just like walks out while they're, I guess, calling the manager. My favorite part is he takes a balk thing of saltine crackers and hits him with it. And he goes, oh, man, I shouldn't have wasted all those crackers. Those are hard to come by. No, they're not. So cold. <laughs> what the hell is I don't that? know what part of Texas you are where there's a cracker drought. But <laughs> no easy. part of Texas has <laughs> no a cracker part. drought. Not the good saltine. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> because these are hard to come by. Yeah. What are you? It's what not like they're the- Ritz. <laughs> Not like they're exclusive buttery water crackers. Crisps. He yeah. thought they were water and then, he, and then he hits him with like a DiGiorno pizza and, <laughs> and says, hey, the moon just hit your eye like a pizza. P- <laughs> oh, I love that match so much. It's, it's so the stupid. dumbest thing. I love when wrestling commits to like, no, we're going to. We're gonna have a 17-minute-long segment in a grocery store. Yeah, and I don't care. It's who so long it's too. That it just keeps, keeps going. going. <laughs> Booker T had every opportunity just to just like walk, walk out away, of the grocery <laughs> store. just leave at any point. <laughs> 
And he's just letting they this They had abuse. to fill for time, guys. No, please stop. <laughs> oh, no. The whole time, he's I, just like, oh, no. I, every oh, time no. I watch that match, I honestly think they had to fill for time. And they, oh, just, they just kept looking for the for the high sign from the cameraman. Like, okay, it's done. And yeah. it just never it just comes. Never you just never came. Like, you just keep seeing it Stone Cold do a move, look, and seeing the dude go stretch. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We rented out this grocery store for three hours, boys, and we're getting our, <laughs> we're getting our money's worth. Whole store. Bring it to the back. We haven't gone to the back yet. Oh my the God. bowels of the store. The, the bowels. bowels of the boiler room <laughs> grocery store. Why, they should it, do like a, have they ever done like a Mall of America? Well, they did an event the, in a Mall the of the America. The first uh, WCW Nitro was held in the Mall of America. Um, I mean like a mall. Like a mall, mall, brawl. Match. mall brawl. You know what? I, I, a, a brawl for the mall. Uh <laughs> A brawl winner, to the, winner gets to keep it's the brawl the to in the mall. Winner yeah. takes mall. Winner takes it a mall. <laughs> um, that actually, I, I could, I could tie that in perfectly to my next pick because my Wait, next I, pick I, is is going to be a little controversial. Oh shit! Uh oh! Here we go. People don't give this guy enough credit, but he was my other guy. So at the time when I was, I was, I loved Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and I tell people this and they don't believe me. My other guy was big, sexy Kevin Nash. Really, Kevin Nash, mm. who has been wild, widely criticized because during the downfall of WCW, mm-hmm. he was the booker of all the matches and was making himself the win all of the time. So he's not a great person, but I just on a on an emotional level, fucking loved Kevin Nash. I thought How he was so cool. How did you feel so about cool. him as Diesel? I I came in after he's Diesel, a truck driver. Yeah. No, I think he's just supposed to be a truck. Michaels is the oh, driver. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Michael's he is, is the, the truck. He's no, the you're truck. Right. You're right. Uh, He's a truck. I actually came in. I mean, I, I you know, now, uh, you know, being the the deep fan that I am, have gone back and watched a lot of a lot of Diesel stuff and uh, noticed a lot of parallels between him and uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, those those seem mm-hmm. pretty obvious nowadays. But I came in late '97, so he was already in WCW, and I was just like, you know, I was a kid, so I was just like. He's the biggest, therefore he's the coolest. It's Kevin Nash. I, yeah. I wouldn't and have... And he had fringes definitely on his Definitely the pants. tallest. That dude is tall. I would yeah. not have Nash on my list of greatest. However, I did have the Outsiders... The Outsiders. Yeah, ...on great. my like supplemental list of greatest of all time. Because when yeah. I said I'm adding tag teams, they were... In, they, they, you got to have them in mind. Yeah. As, oh, yeah, yeah. As a team. Because they're hilarious. Yeah. Because it's like you've got the two most polar <laughs> opposites when it comes to Physical, friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. And especially with their in-ring persona. Big Sexy was kind of just like straightforward, get down to business. And yeah. then you got Hall just coming out there... <laughs> Toothpick, talking shit, slicked hair, <laughs> looking gross, hungover or drunk at the whichever he preferred at the, that that yeah. given day. Yeah, and it was just magic when they were in the ring. Two big motherfuckers. I yeah. loved how mean. Even even I didn't really like NWO as a storyline, but I did love how mean they were to the commentators. Yes. Oh, they would just oh. just how they would just roll up the and knock they would roll up, knock their headsets to take over the booth and <laughs> hey just boys. start announcing. They just take Mike Tanay's hat off. <laughs> uh, poor Mike Tanay. Oh man. The uh, most beat up, the most beat up announcer of all the to, announcers. Uh, <laughs> totally, he just retired from TNA. Like he was on TNA till like last year, I think. Was actually. he? Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, Is that still a thing, TNA? If you, have, you, have you not watched the final deletion? Oh yeah, well yes, I do watch. I do watch the Matt Hardy. Oh stuff, my the Hardy god, stuff. Yeah. That, that, that he almost made my damn list because just because of that. Just that new stuff they're doing. That is it's what's so keeping wild. that organization. I will just yeah. watch those things, and I that tried to watch a whole show and like. Bobby Lashley's their champ, uh, and like I kind of like what they've done with Lashley a little bit. They gave him they, a hat. They made him like a legit. They gave him a hat. Yeah, he's got a hat. He got a hat now. Yeah, he got a hat. 
<laughs> oh, oh uh, okay. My Andy, turn. Your next pick. Yeah, next we got to get one. through the. Yeah. So uh, after. Oh yeah. After Andy, you each have one more pick, but we got to get through them. Oh, kind of quick. Okay, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna break this one up on out. an hour now. Okay. This oh, one might be like a hunt. Like I don't even know if anyone knows who this is. But my pick, I was, I was thinking about my list. I was trying to get people from all different, like spectrums of international wrestling, and I yeah. really love like New Japan Pro Wrestling. The last yeah. Wrestle Kingdom Eleven was amazing. Oh yeah, and like the best Japanese wrestler that really like kicked off with the modern. Japanese wrestling style is is a dude named the Great Muto. Oh, Ooh, great, yeah, we, great love Muto. we love the Muto. Half the Mist. We love the Muto. The Mi- yeah, yeah. The Asian uh, Mist. The Asian Mist. The you, you see it now. Now you can't watch Japanese wrestling without eight people doing misting each other. It's yeah. like it's like a wrist. Lock it's a bukkake, guys. It's a bukkake. It's real gross. Oh my god, he got, you're getting misted by everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But I, what I hate is when I'm they overcome by mist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a field at dawn. Um, uh, <laughs> Tajiri does it. Uh, he does yep. the miss. Great Muda, possibly the innovator of it. Maybe there's somebody who did it first, but he did it the best. And he would do it right in your face, get mm-hmm. you with a full hit of mist. Yeah. Tajiri, which bothers me, is he telegraphs the mist, shoots it in the, shoots it into the sky. Yeah. yeah. The, he does it. That's Paul Heyman though. That's the showmanship of it. The to showman get the miss. Yeah. But why are you gonna? As a wrestling mastermind, <laughs> the ringmaster would have a hard time with this because as a ringmaster, <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> telegraph what your big. You're telling the guy at some point I'm going to shoot acidy, blinding acid into your face. Yeah. Here's a little. Here's a look at what that looks like. Save it. You got to put. And it looks like a lot of work. He's got to like work it out of his throat. He's got to keep it. Produce the mist from his from his venom sacks. He's got the sacks, the glands. Yeah, he's got the mist hidden. sack <laughs> surgically implanted inside of his esophagus. The, the first time, and I, I mean, I didn't grow up watching Muda. But uh, I, I watched his like clips online and became like a huge fan of his later in life, and the most beautiful as far as like a perfectly done executed move every time. His moonsault is probably the most well done. Yeah. Every time finisher, uh, like I mean, even even the. Even the stunner's been botched a few times. Depends on who takes it. Yeah. But the the moonsault is... Donald Trump, mm-hmm. our <laughs> president. <laughs> Shitty stunner. Yeah. That's how you know he's going to be... If it's like a power move, it really depends on how the other person takes it. But the moonsault is all the person executing it. The okay. person taking it just lays there. So it's the most acrobatic. When done perfectly, it's the most beautiful wrestling move. It's yeah. got this sort of like... Dude, I this saw... This almost ballerina quality to it. And the way he sets it up, he viciously sets it up. Like he'll go up... And does like a little mist, does like a, and then yeah. when he execute it, it's like opera music should be. Playing. Yeah, it like kind of goes slow motion. Like mm-hmm. he spends a lot of time in the air, and it's very symmetrical. You can see like the yeah. shape of you the know, moon. You, in you know who moonsault? has the best right now? Charlotte Flair. She's got a good moonsault. Her moonsault is. She's so lanky. It's a work of art. She's She's got a pretty moon. And her hair. Uh, God damn it. I saw her doing it. Yeah, she gets the hair involved. Before we get get deep into the move game, uh, let's do our last pick. Yes. Okay. Okay. And I'm now at a crossroads because I'm looking at like seven names here, and I yeah. can only pick one. Me too. Well, so a person that hasn't come up yet, I'm sure one of you guys is uh, steal. I'm gonna have to flounder. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with my final pick, and ah, shit, I'm I'm looking at this list, and it's like, but I want to pick this person, this person. You know what? I'm just gonna go with it. I'm gonna lay it on the table, just because. Uh, Chris Benoit, the crippler Chris Benoit. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. What a controversial pick that is. Yeah, I thought Nash was controversial. <laughs> well, well, look, yeah. again, we're not talking about personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadliest talking... finishing move in the game, yeah, Nash, Chris Benoit. <laughs> Nash just kills a lot of pot and ravioli. <laughs> Chris Benoit killed his family. He murdered his family, Quincy. 
<laughs> we're not talking about personal. We're That's talking about why Quincy ring. loves him. Most controversial I mean, match <laughs> of all time, the home gym wife kid match. Oh, God. Don't watch. Turn it off. Jesus. Turn off the stream. God. We oh just got. God. We were the first stream to get kicked off the internet. <laughs> the internet just called. We have to <laughs> shut it down. This is, can't even be on the internet. Oh my God! Look, if she didn't know how to get out of that crossface, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you gotta verbally tap. You gotta grab you the rope. But you, you gotta get to the get rope. Back, you gotta get to the rope. In ring awareness lets you know In there ring. were no ropes nearby. In ring awareness. <laughs> If you can't handle it, you gotta verbally tap. If you, you can't, tap. if you don't have function in your hands, you gotta verbally tap. Look, this is what we train for, okay? You're supposed <laughs> yeah. to tell the ref when you're done, even when you don't think you're done. Let, don't let pride get in the way. I blame her. Uh, <laughs> again, but what I, I do, I'm saying I am terrible things. What makes him a pick of the, of the best? In ring, some of the best in ring work ever. Yeah, his finishing move led to him being a murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Concussion, like my Look, we didn't have very good concussion protocol. Look out, no. it's the self-concussion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did a diving headbutt. But but let's just be honest. That diving headbutt. His the crip, move. The fucking crippler crossface. The crossface. The crossface was cool. I always thought the diving headbutt, and I got to be real honest germ. here. He I'm was, a huge was, fan of top rope Hit you stuff, with the triple so Germans. Yeah. Hit yeah. you with the triple belly to backs. You know what I'm saying? I always thought the diving headbutt was stupid. And I'm not. this isn't revisionist history of because just because he's a murderer, I don't think his finishing move's stupid. I thought at the time, I was like, that looks like it hurts him way more it, than it hurts and, the person. And, yeah. As a matter of fact, it did. But uh, yeah, time, in the long run, it really did. At the time, guys, a yeah. flying headbutt, when he was coming off that top rope, he would go with the full crucifix. With the swan dive. Oh. They used to call it the swan dive and in he WCW. Went, he wouldn't do it to the body. Daniel Bryan did it to the opponent's body. He went full head to head. He's yeah. hitting your head with his head. Yeah. Cabeza to cabeza. Oh, man. Cabeza to cabeza. cabeza, to cabeza. <laughs> All right. Final pick. Rivers, Rivers, your final pick. I'm going super right now. Right now, the best guy in the industry. AJ fucking Styles. What? AJ Styles has this given is an curveball. I'm giving you all time. The, the year that he had last year, the amount of enjoyment that that man gave me in 2016, match for match, is unlike maybe any of, uh, other year mm. in my entire of watching any, of re, of wrestling. Ooh. Every time that dude is in the ring, I am fully invested the way I was when I was a kid. He makes me when I watch him wrestle. He makes me feel the way I felt when I was a kid watching wrestling. Where I'm just like. This yeah. is amazing. And he seems kind of like a regular dude. I got to give AJ credit. <laughs> when he was carrying TNA with all those fucking dinosaurs trying to live out there. Uh, See, their, I barely saw any of that. See, like, that's the crazy that's, part. But that's the I'm thing. I'm just uh, now getting to know the dude. Yeah, like, that's the thing that gave me, yeah. like, so much respect for AJ was the fact that he was a standout in that time where all yeah. they were doing were trying to fucking pat the, their own backs. Right, And right. be like, we're going to relive our glory days one more time with these contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I and saw him wrestle up close before he made the transition. Like, right before in PWG, he made, like, a oh, guest yeah. appearance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right when he quit TNA. And he really is really good. I, I, I saw like him. up close, his, yeah. that, like, the diving forearm smash thing, like, he's just... Uh, very crisp. He's got very like smooth. six finishing moves. They yeah. all look cool. Mm -hmm. And then when they talk to him, you're just like, this seems like my baseball coach. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just seems like a guy who's just like, he's like, yeah, I'm the most incredible guy in the ring you've ever seen. Also, I coach Little League. Yeah. Your final pick, sir. We're going to hit the final pick. I don't know. I, I came late. I don't know if he's been picked yet. I'm wondering. The Undertaker. No, no. Hasn't been picked. Oh, the no, greatest. I mean, yeah. 
Given a, given a gimmick that should have lasted a week. He's a <laughs> yes. He's a cowboy mortician <laughs> who comes out with an urn. Didn't even have from the dead. At first, a dead cowboy. They mortician. didn't even have Paul, Paul Bear. wasn't wasn't his brother yeah, Love. He, he had brother, brother Love. Yeah. Bruce he was, Pritchard. He was brought out another. I mean, we can link every great uh, uh, great character. Uh, uh, coming out to one million dollar man Ted DiBiase. Yeah, but his The Undertaker was million dollar man scoured the earth. It was his Survivor Series team, yep. right? Yeah. It was the mystery man of his Survivor's team, the millionaires or the uh, yeah whatever mm-hmm. they were called, the the million dollar dreams. And uh, he, they were like, we got this guy who's going to be <laughs> the greatest of all time. You don't know who he is now. And then like the bell hits. They show him come out a little bit, and you see little kids like quivering in fear. Yeah, and then they kind of ruin the introduction with uh, Brother Love. And I don't know if you know. Yeah, they had a, a guy who Love was red. Was a red faced mm. uh, man who uh, I guess looked like a demon preacher. But what, what was his character? A preacher? <laughs> he, was, he was like an evangelical, like a uh, like a televangelist. He was basically. like a, lo- a master yeah. of Brother Love. Love. He was he, yeah, was, yeah. he was the TV evangelist, the Jimmy Hart face. Yeah. yeah, he was just over the top and every oh everybody. So, yeah. so that was confusing as a kid. So the million dollar man like scoured the earth to find him and then it was some deal that he made to purchase him from brother love and brother love still brought him to the ring yeah and then that all got like hodgepodge the match happened you're like and the gorilla monsoon uttered the phrase that kept him famous for all the years who on earth can stop this guy which yeah. is like the greatest yeah call of that the a first time wrestler yeah could have gotten ever i think that yeah. call led to like years of us seeing the Undertaker, <laughs> yeah. if, if 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 like Bobby the Brain, can can we have a manager on the list? You want to go Bobby the Brain? Heenan? Can I do a sub? Can I do a sub manager pick and just say Bobby the Brain Heenan's awesome? Yeah, that's all I want to well, say. We, we already we already say. <laughs> I think we mentioned uh, awesome. Brain. We were talking about announcers. He's probably the, the greatest like he, wrestling announcer, persona. Ring, yeah, of all ring announcer. Yeah. But if he would have said yeah. something like, "This guy's ridiculous. What is a, a pale cowboy?" Yeah, I mean, if yeah, that would have been the call, been he would have been done. He had like. He had that match to prove his longevity. And, I mean, just th- the most insane storylines that they ever tried in wrestling history was through The Undertaker. You had, they did a crucifixion. They yeah, did a, they did he a, crucified Stone Cold. He's been buried alive more times than any wrestler's been buried alive. And yep. He keeps rising from the dead. He's been burned alive. He was right, sent guys. to hell. He has all a right, mysterious brother. This okay. is the moment of truth. Yeah, now. now we all uh, have to er- go around and remove things. two people. You want to just from do our two own each time? No, list? just from the list. This to- this is the overall list so okay, far. Okay, let's do it. So now let's do one at a time. One take at a time. take okay. one off, then pass the list around. Uh, okay. The first person I'm gonna take off. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take off the British Bulldogs. Oh, uh, I'm that's gonna have fine. to take oh. them off. Just... I just wanted to work a tag team in there. You know, I, oh, no, I, I, I wanted I, to give the tag. I thought I thought for sure Nash was doomed, but don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. Um. Ooh man, this is uh, this is hard. I'm uh, oh, all right, mm. all right. It's a good list. I and think it's we've a compiled really, a pretty God, good list. It's a really good list, and there are so many we left off. Too. Yeah, like I know. Macho Man didn't even Macho Man didn't make up. an appearance. He was. Uh, I was. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't make the list. I was yeah. teetering on uh, Roddy or Macho Bret Hart. Man. I was Brett gonna. I, wanted, I was. I was struggling between Brett and Chris, and I was just like, I'm a bigger Chris fan, despite the murder. Yeah, I barely yeah. know wrestling, but <laughs> yeah. Brett Hart. Oh, you know what? You put, that broke, broke his fucking sternum, and he kept wrestling. 
I, I feel like uh, if, if Triple this, H if didn't this, make the list, if this list, Kane, made, like, man, Kane didn't make. Kane the list. is the workhorse of all time. Oh yeah, I think. Uh, Big who'd you, show. Who'd you so who huh? are you who'd cutting? You, who'd you cut? Uh, the murderer, Chris Benoit, because I'm yeah. a good person. I'm a Boy Scout, guys. This it? guy's no fun. Trustworthy, no loyal, fun. helpful, um, friendly, courteous. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're letting your own personal you know, convictions just, get into this. <laughs> just to keep this, because I'm looking at, this is an all-time, and we did. We left out yeah. Brett yeah. Hart, yeah. Macho Man, Randy Savage. These, they're definitely like, so with that being said, of, of those people being left off the list, yep. how did AJ Styles get on this thing? <laughs> Dude. He's too new to be on no. this caliber no, of a list. He's, he's been in the since, he's I'm been sorry. in as long as uh, I'm sorry, he looked like a 12 year old when he was in TNA. <laughs> oh, all right, John but the calf Cena. killer. The calf killer is a sweet Cena. Cena Dude. wouldn't have made my list. We didn't list. get Cena. Cena yeah, someone in the comments mentioned John. I, Cena. I mean, I put him on my on my list too. Yeah, Dirty. a guy a guy who started watching wrestling last week mentioned John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots fired. <laughs> Cena's been in as long as AJ. By no, the way. he's awesome. Yes, yeah, uh, okay. Now it's getting down to the knee. I watch I watch like interview type things and shoot type things, and it makes me love. John. John Cena. I hate he's I hate seen, his work, but he, uh, he seems the, like the nicest. He's the weirdest dude ever. Okay, but uh, he watches every match. Oh no, no, like, I mean in a good but, way. But yeah. he's the weirdest guy ever. Uh, I'm I'm gonna have to hurt your feelings now because Kevin Nash. Yeah, is not I figured be on this Nash list. wasn't long for this world. Just if it's not say. the outsiders, how I can't many, go. How Nash. many do each yeah. of us get? Two, two, take off eliminate, two. Yeah, so and then he gets to save one. Taking off two, he gets to save or add one because he's the host and it's his fucking. Oh man. Mm. Can we add the grocery store from the grocery <laughs> store? Just the grocery store the itself. The grocery store itself. <laughs> Mr. Sacco should be on this Mr. list. Mr. Sacco. He should be on this list. Oh, man. Uh, the hoe train should be on this so list. So many people oh, we the left ho out. Train. The Curveball train. Schwartz, Billy Kidman. <laughs> where are the, where the Kidman, the, Kidman who's, who's like basically became a great wrestler because Raven got him addicted to heroin. The Flock. If you watch his... The Flock was great. If you watch his like The movie was called The Seven Year Itch. Seven Year Itch. It was a fucking shooting star First time I saw that move. Oh my god! All Billy right, Kim is great. I love Billy Kim. I used to use him in the WWE versus WCW. I wanted the Brooklyn video Brawler game. on my list. Yeah, Brooklyn. Oh, Brawler. Just, just the greatest jobber of all. Greatest time. jobber. Of just all got time. fired last year too. Yeah. If we were doing like a side list of greatest jobbers, it'd be like Barry mm. Horowitz, Brooklyn yep. Brawler. Uh, Barry Horowitz. Barry that was a wrestler. Horowitz. Yeah. Yeah. He, like he pat himself. Fucking attorney. Yeah. yeah, Barry Horowitz. He Who's was the dude that did the big wiggle? Uh the big wiggle. Oh, Rikishi? No, no, no. The the what was his name? Black dude would always wear like really short shorts and his Oh, Norman, Norman Smiley. Smiley. Norman Smiley. Yes. Yeah. You kind Norman of have a, Smiley. Quincy, you kind of have a Norman Smiley way about you. I would say you're kind of like <laughs> giving, a, the, giving the ladies the big wiggle. Dude, you're, you're the Norman Smiley of Los Angeles comedy. <laughs> Okay, Rivers, who are you Okay, uh, man. I'm if getting... I ever host a show that you're on, I'm Boom. bringing you up. <laughs> I, it's the Norman Smiley. I had to pick somebody, and I, I went with Muda. Oh, okay. Muda. I mean, yeah. it's so... I like, I, okay. no, I, I, I like Muda, but Never out of that Japan. list... Yeah. Never go to Japan. Man, it's, uh... getting, it's getting hard. <laughs> you know they can see this online. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, and if Pat Riley, my, co- <laughs> my co-host of my podcast, is watching... Uh, sorry, Pat, because that's his favorite of all time. Oh, Muda? Great Muda and uh, if, Ron if you Simmons. you just want to see like, amazing That's matches. a weird guy. Those okay. are his two favorites. Ron Simmons? Ron Simmons and Damn! Great Muda. Damn! Your final elimination, I can't, I Andy. I can't do any of this. That's you gotta so pick one. hard. You got to pick one. <laughs> There's just Get legends the on this list. Oh, God. You know what? Just because there's like legends of legends, and I will say the only reason I'm going to do this, and you're going to be very upset with me, Quincy, okay. is that his last couple... 
times that we saw him in a wrestling ring, he was we talked about really this. super fucking mm-hmm. annoying. And I'm, it's The Rock. I'm yeah. crossing out. The oh point. man, you have going? you seen wow. his last segments? Were really yeah. annoying. Yeah. When he's coming back. I understand. And he was doing the guitar, the, fl- the flamethrower, guitar thing, the flamethrower at WrestleMania oh, last thing. year. The guitar thing was just basically. And tra- do tra- you like pie in musical form? Yeah. yeah. Sing but also, uh, Roman Reigns yeah. is his fault. And uh, <laughs> that's a moment he for put the over, ages. He put over Roman God, Reigns. that moment how in much, Philly. How much money at the Royal was involved Rumble. for him to put his pride aside? Because The Rock is one of his... No, I think not, it was family. I do think it was like family over that. Because that that bloodline, uh, that Fatu, Maya uh-huh. Via bloodline, yeah, yeah. I think all they had to be is like, hey, your cousin... Really could use yeah. the rock, the rock, uh, the rock the bump, push, the, bump, right, yeah. the rock bump. No, okay. yeah, because he's doing it now. Nia Jax is from that family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she yeah. can't wrestle. The Usos, Usos are great. Usos are great. They're, I love they're, the Usos. They're great now. When they came out originally, yeah. they were way, or they were over their heads. <laughs> yeah, the Usos. Yeah, they were when a little starstruck. Out, but now that they did the, like the war dance and they really got into their character mm-hmm. as like uh, as warrior type. Oh no, they're, they're done with that. They're done with that now. Yeah, they're doing them on TV. They're streetwise now. They're like they're jeans. And jerseys kind of do. Oh, they just they like, go heel. Yeah, they yeah. went heel and it was fine. And then they just, uh, you know, they they've kind I of. I feel just, like I haven't seen them on TV in weeks. Yeah, they were on. Uh, they were on Talking Smack last week. Yeah. All right. So I have to save one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, or add one that you just. Yeah, really Jeff. I think uh, I think this might be a case where we have to add. Oh, add. Jeff may Jeff may not only said I should save the Rock. Yeah. He also says Andy Peters is no longer on Mint on Card. How well, how did that happen? <laughs> Ask Rivers Are you that if he of wants a rock the fan? spot. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. So, I knew my career was at stake. And I because had to go, oh my God. So your Mint on Card career is over. Because Jeff is so passionate about saving oh, Wait about for it. Wait for about it. saving the Rock. Okay. I'm gonna add Macho Man Randy. Yes! There you go. There you That's go. what I well wanted you. That's what I wanted to well happen. Well done. That's Macho what I wanted man. to happen. So he list. has to be on the list. I'm gonna yeah. put the poll up now. The audience decides the final top five. Oh wow, okay. cool. So now okay. just uh, talk amongst yourselves about okay, who you think is gonna who who do you think is gonna win? Okay. Who? Who? Well, well, let's not talk about who's going to win because that's going to take. Well, I mean, let's, let's, we, should talk on, we should talk honorable let's, mentions. Let's talk honorable mentions. That's yeah. great. Let's talk honorable mentions. Because uh, I was going to say, uh, my big one is Kane, okay. uh, who, uh, you know, I, I said Kevin Nash, uh, you know, but I think Kane is, first of all, the as far as I know, the longest uh, running superstar that's still on like active roster that still mm-hmm. wrestles regularly. Uh, and. Just has you know he can do, he can do baby he can do heel he can do the whole thing and then also it seems like his entire career all of the weird mythology involved with Kane was all leading up to the moment where he and Daniel Bryan were sitting in the psychiatrist office yes uh, trying to resolve their issues and 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 the psychiatrist Doctor Shelby asks Kane like uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself Kane and he just starts unfurling the long insane history of his character he goes. Well, I was born in a funeral home. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. My brother, the Undertaker, <laughs> set the funeral home all, on fire, yeah. uh, killed both of my parents, and uh, then I was uh, kept as a prisoner by Paul Bearer, who eventually, <laughs> and he just like yeah. just starts unfurling. And you're like, this is like the greatest moment. And Daniel Bryan is just over there, just like pissed, just like getting madder and madder. It's like the one of the funniest. You can go online yeah, if, if he's you. Great. This is another one of those things, like the list, uh, like Jericho's A Thousand Four Holds. I met Doctor Shelby. 
Uh, oh, he's a, like a guy who was like on Conan sometimes and stuff yeah. too. He's like a just like a, a great actor. Like I totally, I got a picture with him and the people I was with, like who the hell is that? I was like, Doctor Shelby, Doctor Shelby from <laughs> Team Hell No Psychiatry Session. What are you idiots? He fixed a, a really uh, shattered relationship. <laughs> yeah. And then there was the really great one that was, I, God damn, was it 2015? It might have, no, I think it was, yeah, it was 15, uh, where it was when uh, it's him and Seth Rollins and then uh, J&J Security were on a yeah, team yeah. and they wanted to do something nice for him. So they sent Kane to Hawaii and Kane is supposed <laughs> to be, if you're watching this, you don't know who Kane is. Kane is supposed to be a demon from hell. A literal demon. A literal hell. demon from hell. And he's like on a trip to Hawaii and he's got on like a Hawaiian, Hawaiian shirt. shirt. And without a mask, Kane just looks like your uncle. Yeah. Like, so he's yeah. just like your uncle Jeff just being like, Kind of reminds hey. you of Bull Tannen from Night Court. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. And it's just him in Hawaii. Man, Kane, we're all going to be so sad when Kane retires. I miss J&J Security now that you bring them up. They were hilarious. They were the best thing Joey oh Mercury and Jamie Noble. They were my favorite I, thing. When Lesnar fucking put up. I was just glad Jamie Noble was never not allowed to talk into a microphone again. Cause he oh, was, oh, I love it. I love Jamie like, Noble. Oh, come on. Hey, boss. Yeah. Jamie Noble. That shit, when Brock Lesnar. Remember when, when I remember, oh, a couple years ago, Jamie Noble had a uh, a blind girlfriend storyline that was one of the most ridiculous. <laughs> no. I don't know who the girl was, but he it was Jamie Noble, the wrestler in the cruiserweight division, uh, the WWE terrible cruiserweight division. Yeah, and it was like him and uh, Jimmy Yang, the Asian cowboy. Oh, Jimmy Wang Yang. Jimmy Wang Yang. Yeah. And and like Hornswoggle. I, I'm pretty sure there's a comedian named Jimmy Wang Yang. Oh no. There's a Jimmy yeah Yang. I don't know. No. <laughs> but he was like a cow. He was an Asian cowboy. Yeah. And uh and and he had the uh he had the storyline of like a blind girlfriend that was for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's when the writers had nothing. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, yeah I just uh, all I'm saying is people. Here's how much people don't appreciate Kane. Is that when he retires. Everybody's gonna be so fucking sad about it. That's gonna be a good retirement. Yeah. I, I will say this: I cry every time I see uh, Ric Flair's retirement. Ceremony. Yeah, Daniel in ring. Oh, oh Daniel Bryan! I cry every yeah, time too, I watch man. that. That's a tear yeah, the Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan retirement speech from last year. Mm-hmm. For the love of God, is like we didn't talk about. Uh, we didn't. We didn't talk about a couple people. Uh, Ultimate Warrior didn't come up. Jake yeah. the Snake Roberts mm-hmm. is yet to come up. Snake but, didn't come up. Uh, he was on my my deep cut list. I, mm-hmm. I yeah. have such a place in my heart that is a tear jerking that movie oh yeah uh, yeah the new one the resurrection of jake the snake Roberts. yeah you guys had is. a fantastic conversation about it over at the what did you learn podcast oh, which yeah. is yeah. recorded at uh disgrace land studios that? you seem mad about no that. i'm plugging i'm plugging okay. baby. He's, plugging. he's plugging i'm again cooking while. and smoking but, uh, daddy he's plugging again when uh but all Adam's of, gonna attack him so. yeah but all <laughs> of the people that are era uh, are like my favorites, and we didn't talk about Andre Ricky the Giant. Steamboat we didn't talk about it. Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat didn't make it. We didn't it. talk about Andre, Andre the Giant. The Giant. But yeah. That's just it. There are so many iconic wrestlers. Everybody couldn't make the list. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if we were, if we could sit here for another two hours and just Vince go back McMahon, and forth and back and for forth. God's sakes, yeah. Vince alone is again, Vince if you by wanna, himself. Like, personality. If you want to yeah. say. El uh, Santo didn't make the list. El Santo. Are we talking about wrestlers from <laughs> the, the Blue 40s? Demon. Yeah. Yeah. What about, the, what about the Blue Meanie? Hurricane Ramirez. Yeah. yeah. Hurricane Ramirez. <laughs> Mil Mascaras yeah. didn't make the list. I was uh, I was really thinking I was gonna go like full stables and I would have been like the four horsemen have oh, to be yeah. on the list. Horsemen. But that's like you, that then you're yeah. getting into that territory of this is like we gotta five. do we gotta do best tag teams, best stables, oh, yeah. best and then when even with best tag teams, I wanted I wanted the Dudley boys on on my list of greatest wrestlers of all time, the Dudley the Boys. Dudley Boys, yeah, like they they are in that level separately again. I'll have to show this. Whatever, whatever. Together <laughs> as a team, 
Jesus Christ, that oh, was so good to watch. Yeah. Oh, hilarious too. Who was the way back? And uh, I want to deep cut into like thirty. I've been watching like documentaries of like the beginnings of wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, who was the guy that was like the pretty boy of wrestling? Oh, uh, Gorgeous George. Gorgeous George. Yeah, Without yeah. Without Gorgeous George, there wouldn't have been Ric Flair. There yeah. wouldn't have been any of the like. Oh, I'll go you one further. Without Gorgeous George, no Muhammad, classy, no Muhammad Freddy Ali. Classy. No Muhammad, Muhammad, Muhammad Ali was ripping off. Cites Gorgeous George as like George. the main influence on his shit talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Muhammad Ali's the greatest shit talker of, of any sport. Vern Gagne yeah. didn't make the list. <laughs> and he killed a guy. You'd love him, Quincy. <laughs> you love the wrestlers. <laughs> he murdered a man in his uh, nursing he's in home. My, he's in my top 30. He's in there, guys. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Gorilla Monsoon. Few, Gorilla. few people know that he was uh, Bret an Hart. amazing wrestler. Bret Hart. No yeah. one brought up Bret. I, I have Owen on my list, you actually. Got Owen? Yeah. Got okay. my, my, uh, my honorable mentions. I've Rivers got... loves watching people die in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Owen Hart, a Diamond Dallas Page is a guy that doesn't DDD, get his doesn't DDD. get his due. Yeah, uh, I had Booker T on my list. Uh, mm-hmm. I have uh, Charlotte Flair, current, just killing it. I wanted to have some more current people because I yeah. figured everybody was going. I was going to throw Ray Mysterio bone. He's one of my favorites. Oh, Ray also uh, Ray talk about longevity. Yeah, man, Ray Ray's right up there as far as just guys who've been doing I'm it. Talking forever. about a dude. Uh, 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 and he does wear a mask, but I've seen him no mask. Like oh, he wrestled for a year without a mask in yeah. WCW. Yeah. And it's awful. He's got to be the youngest looking like old dude. Yes. Oh my god. Is. Yeah. Yeah. He's been, or, unless he started dude, wrestling he was, when he, was he started like, wrestling when he was like super fifteen young. or something. I'm like hundred percent sure they great Pirate Roberts that motherfucker. Yeah. And it was just like you're the you, we're gonna just call you Ray Mysterio now because he's like we just find <laughs> a short stocky Mexican and throw tattoos. Oh, is that what you think? That's so the yeah. the uh, poll will be up for about ninety more seconds. Okay. okay. Right now in the lead randy macho man savage wow you're big right damn what? of all time of all time over yeah. rick flair wow. yeah rick flair cream is, of the crop rick flair is in <laughs> second Shawn michaels third I see, oh, that's, that, that's a good, that's a that good run thing that's where run. chris jericho fourth yes mick foley fifth yes. So okay far. okay only that you with your only dark one horse. vote for the undertaker and it was yeah. a pity vote for me yeah. <laughs> we, we what talk, are people thinking well we could talk about macho for 90 seconds no I, votes for dusty Rhodes, eddie guerrero that's stone disgusting. cold steve Austin. stone cold has no Whoa. votes or Shame. rowdy roddy piper Ooh, i was gonna actually i was gonna eliminate piper if we had one more round of eliminations well, what, what, what would have been your thinking behind that well my thing with piper is it was a lot of big personality up front and then yeah. nothing ever came from it like it was never it was no evolution it was always the same thing that's you a know? lot of those guys though on the list if you really yeah. boil them down he didn't have a lot of longevity and he was like but piper's pit revolutionized what like talking yeah. and to wrestling a, to an annoying but, degree i well, would argue where everybody they, has their own show now luckily piper's pit was no able i mean to, just like like mike skills yeah, like, yeah, yeah they were that able to capitalize on a time when there were a lot of wrestlers who were actually charismatic on the mic because it used to be you had like three or four guys who had, were on mic and then everybody else was just quiet muscle who would go out there yeah, and but perform, they used to right? literally go to gold's gym and go that guy that guy that guy and yeah, that's how like yeah. the ultimate warrior and hawk hogan became a thing but mm-hmm. then he like broke that mold of like he w- he was like the first to be on the lower levels for so long because he didn't look like a wrestler yeah but mm-hmm. then once he hit the big time and started talking people, yeah he was the most engaging thing yeah that well, you would watch from well, a weekend basis well and piper has my favorite thing which is like a guy who's not 
He's not super muscly. He just looks like a guy who could just kick your ass. Just yeah. kick your ass. Just like a bar. Yeah, like, of like just a bar, looks like, like a dude a... you don't want to fight, like the crazy guy in the, yeah, the bar. Crazy guy crazy the crazy hooligan. He's talking yeah, too yeah. much that yeah, you yeah. want to fight, but you know you really, really yeah, like if, he's if he touches your lady, do you actually want to like, fight him, or do you just like walk yeah. away, like be a bigger man because you know you're going to get your ass kicked? He's yeah. missing yeah. some teeth, like he's been punched. For yeah. sure he's been punched. Yeah. By himself, most likely. Just punched himself in the face. But I just want to say that cream of the crop promo where macho oh, macho keeps producing coffee creamers <laughs> seemingly out of nowhere yeah. like a goddamn magician is one of the funniest things oh, and he puts them on his head and he's balancing the cream oh, on his head. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I didn't know what beautiful. lsd was until i saw macho man's <laughs> yeah. some of his interviews where he's just like we're going in the space oh man yeah, <laughs> dude yes Ooh. yeah it was just like yeah. he's high and i want to get could there hell yeah he was, just uh, high. he was just listening to Jimi hendrix like because a lot of his like imagery and stuff is very similar where he talks and he about had that, space he had and, that rap song don't yeah, produce by produced by Fifty Cent. Oh I'd yeah, like yeah. He had a rap album. Just put oh, that yeah. out there. Can we not? Yeah. Can we not soil the man's memory? Be please? a man, Hogan. Be a man, Hogan. And if you remember the the big finale to that album uh, is another guy who's who is on my honorable mentions list. It's a tribute to his friend Kurt Hennig, aka Mr. Perfect. Uh, there's a song at the end of Macho Man's rap album called Perfect Friend, where he goes, yeah. you know, he's like. Kurt Hittig, Mr. Perfect, you're my perfect friend. And it's this like <laughs> soft piano music. And then there's and there's a chorus going, you're my perfect friend. They're right there until the end. And he's like, that's oh. right. We were there together. And he's just like telling stories about Kurt Hittig. And it's, uh, it's, it's a little sad. That's here, beautiful. Jerry. But dude, Hittig, Kurt Hittig, perf- Mr. Perfect. Best rest, like probably the best actual. Best gimmick. The. Well, the best introduction promo video <laughs> what a ever. Dick. You're just like, fuck ever. this guy. Throwing himself touchdown passes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just baskets behind his head. Oh, yeah, because everything was perfect. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? Just, oh, it was great. Right. Somebody, uh, somebody the we, towel trick, Somebody too. we didn't mention who's uh, one final mention that who's amazing on Twitter today, and you should follow him, is the Iron Sheik. Ooh, the Sheik. Oh, yeah. Hours Sheik's of Twitter game is great. Well... Twitter, Sheiky baby. Sheik's Twitter is like run by like a. Uh, it's like ran a by a team company. that's full yeah. bull crap. But in the early yeah. stages, I actually that blew my mind. I met a comic who like one of his credits was like writes for the Iron Sheik, and then yeah. I asked him after the show, I was like, "What do you write for the Iron Sheik?" He's like, "Oh, you think he writes those tweets?" Yeah, I'm no. like, "Oh, you just you just took <laughs> Never my meet you, your yeah. heroes. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll yeah. you my, just took. I hate when wrestling is like just broken ripping away from it. Just like away from thing me, I yeah. love in wrestling is like I just want to believe that Iron Sheik's sitting at a laptop yeah. in, a re- in wrestling <laughs> retirement home with uh, <laughs> Cowboy Bob Orton and Vern Gagne just Vern trying Gagne to strangle him there. <laughs> yeah. somehow classy Freddie Blassie's just sitting still alive classy Freddie Blassie's still there yeah, yeah. alright we're gonna refresh one more time one okay more come yeah. on just, Rick come on Rick I just wanted to the final results Undertaker still has a chance I believe that you viewers Rick Flair does not deserve second place my other honorable mention I'm dressed like him Kevin Owens one final push for The Undertaker he was a <laughs> cowboy mortician I love the kayfabe like pitch how of long do you brother think love? it takes to refresh a page like uh, 45 <laughs> seconds three days like brother love like it's just... done it's done there's no more arguing huh. okay, okay brother love talking to the million dollar man snatch like... our joy Adam Todd Brown <laughs> how dare you alright number one spot Randy Macho Man Savage. Wow. Oh, yeah. Ain't that a bitch. Just all set all right. That's I'm Like, we didn't that. even need to be here. Us three. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I could have just <laughs> been <laughs> him sitting there for <laughs> The whole conversation we just had was interneted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it all got negated Perfect. by the old internet. Uh, number two, Ric Flair. Woo. Okay. Should be number one. I mean, you guys are wrong. Number one, guys. Yeah. N- number three, 
Mick Foley. Whoa, wow. making a push from five to three. That's what I'm yeah. talking about, guys. Yeah. See you, Mick. Yep. Number four, Shawn Michaels. Oh. All Quincy's picks. Hell yeah. Number five, Chris Jericho. Chris yeah. Jericho baby. yeah. We did right. finally get votes for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, good. Somebody's one models. more for The Undertaker. So we got one or two. And Eddie Guerrero got one vote. Ooh, okay. I was like, deep ooh, I think the people not voting for Stone Cold haven't heard his podcast where he's just bitching about the grocery store. But in his Stone Cold thing, where he's yeah. just like, you know, he's just like, Trader Joe's, I love your products. My vegan wife loves organic food, but your parking lot's not big enough for Stone Cold Steve Austin's truck. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. He's just and bitching he's about that. Marina Del Rey. Imagine the angriest man on earth living in Marina Del Rey, and it, it'll bring you so much joy. Oh, but then he's great. also got Does that he episode. He lives in Marina. He's like, live at 316 Gimmick Street here in Marina Del Rey. <laughs> And he's like, my wife does her Zumba classes. That's why I live here. Proximity to Zumba. Uh, <laughs> he's got that episode, too, where he talks about gay marriage, though. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, for comedy fans, because I know there's some comedy fans, his two-part episode with Jerry the King Lawler is fucking amazing. because they're Jerry most... the King Lawler not on the list. Lawler not on the list. They're talking about Andy Kaufman for most of the interview. So it's just Stone oh, Cold yeah. just being like, well, Jerry, you know, I'm a big comedy fan. I got to hear about Andy Kaufman. And Jerry the King Lawler just tells everything about Kaufman. It's, nice. It's fantastic. I love awesome. Stone Cold's interview skills, too. I've only ever seen the oh. WWE ones that they did. Where it where he would just leave it so open ended oh. like a hey Paul Heyman what's the deal no here's what he does <laughs> Paul Heyman be like w- with what what are you talking about no everything man well no no here's here's his interview style like I'm Stone Cold I'm interviewing Andy Peters it's like okay so Andy you moved to Los Angeles from Seattle make your way up the comedy scene get a few gigs here and there get on TV a little bit now you're doing the rounds getting big time what's that like. <laughs> That's how he asks a question. It's the fucking greatest. What's that? What's that like? He'll ask like a hundred things and then the thing he wanted to know. <laughs> All right. We should wrap it up. Does anyone have anything to plug? Andy, do you have anything to plug? Um, yeah. Uh, we just found out. I was uh, right at the tail end of um, Those Who Can't on True TV. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's a TV show I'm on. I'm very, I was very briefly on the second season, but it got picked up for a third season. Oh, cool. Nice. 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 To be on it more, so uh, yeah. look out for that. We're gonna, they're gonna start working on it, and um, uh, you know, uh, maybe I'll be on it. A lot knows? of damn, but why? But it's an amazing show. A lot of funny people. on We that did show. a wrestling episode. Oh that, no, that's shit! The episode I was on had Kurt Angle. Didn't make the list. Whoa, no. Kurt Angle. Oh uh, God, Angle's yeah. the fucking shit. Man. I ate lunch with Kurt Angle in catering of those who can't hung out with Kurt Angle. Was just like marking out the whole time. The main guy. Uh, the main. <sighs> He's so funny. One of the main guys on the show, Ben Roy, and my buddy Andrew Orvidal, yeah. they were like, they knew I was wrestling fans. So he was like two people ahead of me in the catering line, and they were like pushing me towards me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. They're like, go talk to Kurt Angle. And it was, I was legitimately like, what do I, what do I, I say? Him? What do I say? <laughs> I was like, clamming up and angle, fun, Kurt? angle, eating the salad. The quickest learner in wrestling history. He went from a gold medal amateur Olympian wrestler. And then just immediately figured out how to be a dick on TV. Yeah. And people fucking hated him, and it was so funny. So fucking good. I, yeah. yeah. Rivers, do you have anything to plug? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rivers Langley, and you can tune into my podcast, The Goods from the Woods. It comes out every Tuesday, and we're on Twitter at The Goods Pod. Quincy uh, Johnson. You can what catch you me in Fresno at Mother Mary's this weekend, Ooh, Friday and Saturday. Up Fresno. Fresno's a fun town. Shouts out to Fresno, <laughs> Shout California. Shout out to Fresno. And Monday the 23rd, if you're in Ventura, California, I'll be at the keynote for a very special comedy show. So, uh, yeah, we out in the streets. Wow, you're up and down the grapevine. Hey, baby, trying to make it happen. <laughs> what yep. about you, Mr. Brown? Um, I'm at uh, 
Darkest Hour, Friday night, yeah, Friday yeah. the 13th. Oh, 11, Josh Denny. 11.30, yeah. I thought you were just right talking, after my show. Yeah, me so, and Josh Denny co-produced that show. I thought, I just, I thought you were just talking yeah. about like where you're going to be emotionally. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be in my darkest, darkest hour. hour. Same, <laughs> yeah. Same difference. Damn. Same difference. Yeah, I have that show that night, 11.30. I'm also dropping in on Mint on Cards. Same show Andy Peters Oh, is on. nice. Yeah, Andy's we, not so on that show anymore, We were guys. on the last, last time I did it, you were on it. Yeah, yeah. We were it's, both on it, it. It, it. I feel like it's the same Yeah, I was surprised you didn't bring up Jake the Snake. You have a great bit. I have a bit about Jake, Jake the, the snake, snake, and that's why I want to put him on the list. I have a bit about... This podcast could go for five hours. You really, yeah, you this realize. is one of those... We did The Simpsons last week, and that's oh, another one. That's another one. Yeah, that like, could be like four this episodes. This is not fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We should get out of here, though. I, I have a show tonight I have to get to oh. also. Was yeah, me too. I'll see you on Friday. Yeah, I'll see you on Friday. We're going to perform in front of toys. My man shouldn't have won, by the way. I'm looking at all. I'm looking. I'm oh, judging all of you. Not enough votes for Undertaker. Don't be that way, Jericho. everybody. Jericho rules. Watch all right, Rick Flair. Say goodbye, Andy Peters. Bye, uh, at Andy underscore Peters. I didn't plug my Twitter yet. Oh. Rivers Langley. Say goodbye. I'm Rivers Langley, the Goods from the Woods podcast. Boop. Quincy. Quincy Johnson. Bye bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Peace.